coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts... Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the Tuesday morning to you and yours. Are you available to work weekends? Yeah, I got weekends for you. That's not a problem. Hey, would you like to get together later for something to eat? Wow, a robot is actually asking me to go to eat. What sound does a duck make? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the sound a duck makes. Quack, quack. It's 6.07. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time, please? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. is the official start time of the Get Up and Go show. And, Bonnie, a top of the morning to you, and welcome back. Well, thank you, Evan. Oh, man, and when you just played that duck quack, Mm -hmm. that little feed of the duck quack, it just reminded me of those tools we used to use back in the woods and they were called the duck calls. Mm. Did you ever have one of those? No. But yeah. it does remind me of my rubber ducky I had when I was a child in the bathtub when my mother used to bathe me. There there are these actual uh, it, devices that we would blow into, and it would make the sound like a duck quack in the woods, and I think that's what they used when they would go duck hunting mm. uh, back once upon a time. I haven't seen or used one, however, in years. But I just remember they were, as kids, they were fun to blow into. They weren't really toys. Did you have a rubber ducky when you were a child? Uh, you know, I I had I don't recall. I, I no? Don't, I never remember a, a rubber ducky. I, and I, rem, I don't remember whatever, like, any kind of toy that would come with me in the bathtub. I had a rubber ducky. My rubber ducky was yellow, and it had an orange bill. Rubber ducky, you're the one. So you really actually had a, like a I, real uh, rubber ducky. Damn thing. right. Yeah. I had a rubber ducky in my bathtub. No it's the only kidding. way I took a bath. I, you know, I, I never, yep. you know, I got in trouble, though, one time in the bathtub and Did in you? the bathroom. Oh, no. It might have been after I watched, remember that episode of the Brady Bunch with Bobby Brady? Or mm-hmm. was it Peter when he spills all of the uh, laundry soap or like the uh, bath soap all over the laundry room Mm -hmm. and then he goes in there and it was like filled with bubbles oh yeah i kind of did that sort of thing when i was a kid my mom had what is that that calgon bath take me away (laughs) don't you i always say every now and then you'll hear me calgon take me away (laughs) she had like a whole box of that powder stuff and i was uh, taking a bath when i was a small innocent not so innocent child and i made i think i might have poured in half the box or was Mm -hmm. it the whole box but anyway the bathroom was filled with bubbles when my mom walked in i I did a couple of things when i was a wee (laughs) young little lad like in the dishwasher Oh, oh yeah, I was told to load the dishwasher and run the dishwasher, so I didn't know that you can't put dish soap in the dishwasher. Oh, no, you're not so... supposed to. And nowadays, it's isn't it a eat HG thing, too, where what happens if you use uh, laundry soap that doesn't say HG on it? I couldn't tell you. I don't you know. you have that set up with your washing machine? I don't know, but all I know is that I squirted palm olive into the dishwasher receptacle. Oh, no. Started the dishwasher, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, bubbles. Oh, my goodness. Suds. And I did the same thing with the laundry when I was a child. So you got to use the right products with the right machine. And, you know, Mike Thomas got a kick out of this, too, way back uh, when he was working here. And I did mention that 
I was out of those uh, tabs for the, the dishwasher. The pods. Yeah, those yeah. little square pods. For the dishwasher. And I resorted to using like a Tide pod that you would put into laundry. <laughs> oh, I, no. I said, Mike, my dishes taste like soap. Oh, no. Like laundry soap. Oh, you go to use your fork or your spoon. It's, it's tasting like laundry, <laughs> laundry hateful, soap. Hateful, hateful. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you can't use the wrong thing in those. Boy, no. you will pay. <laughs> no, definitely, uh, definitely not. Wow, man, oh man. <laughs> but Ooh. when I, um, you know, did that bubble bath in the bathroom when I was a kid, I think I got a, a slap or two on the hiney. <laughs> <laughs> you got your booty busted. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got my booty busted quite a few times when I was a child. Being brought up in a military household, oh boy, oh, did I feel my yeah. booty getting busted. Man, oh man, that just was not pleasant. Dad would threaten us with the belt once in a while. Really? And yeah. I had a spatula. <laughs> I had a spatula. I used to. I used to. The, That's the kids, the, I'm telling I you. Can still feel, I can feel that sting, and I never even got Ooh, the spatula. Man, let me tell you, when my kids were younger, and they were like, we, this is, I mean, they're grown adults now. They're 31 and, and 29, but we, I, I never hit them with it, but I used to threaten them all the time, and we had different size spatulas. You had the, the big one, which you use oh, wow. on your grill outside. That was called, like, the number five. And then you had the little plastic one that you'd buy, like, like at your dollar. Like a fly dollar. swatter? Yeah, like a fly swatter. <laughs> that was, like, the number one because it was the weakest one. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh. when the kids did something wrong, they would, like, oh, boy, Dad's, let's see, it's Dad going to get the number one or the number five? Which one? <laughs> and, Each one had a number. And would Mom use the cake batter one, you know, like yeah. she, when she used to? whip up her cake batter <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's like the number half the little that's like the half one that's like the one used on like the hands yeah like pop the hand with mm. but the uh, the number five and the number one man that's like right on your butt big time our shop people used to paddle people on the butt with this great big paddle that he had oh man don't yeah. don't even get me started in shop because in <laughs> shop man when i was in middle school i think we discussed this once before in middle school, I got whacked on my butt by the dean. Oh, wow. Because back in the day, they were allowed to hit you with the paddle, right? Yeah, things so were you, it was It was, Bonnie, Definitely it was like different. this long, uh-huh. and it was about this wide, that's, and it had holes in it for aerodynamics about that big around. kind of what I remember our shop teacher's paddle being like. We had to, I had a shop class, and we had to make the damn things <laughs> for the deans to use on people's butts. That's just not right. <clears throat> that's just wicked and mean. And I remember one time Torture, man. I was lined up to get whacked. I had to get three whacks for something I did. I don't remember what it was. But the kid that went in front of me. <laughs> he he got he got a whack and the paddle broke on his behind. Did it go flying then? Did I don't know, but somewhere? I just heard the kid yell, and then the dean come out and he goes, "All right, Evan, you're gonna have to wait. I got to get a new paddle. The other one broke." <laughs> so you're waiting and so I'm like, now I gotta sit that. there and wait. And the dean goes down to the shop, and the shop has to make him a new one like right on the spot. So I waited like 20 minutes, and he comes back with a brand spanking new paddle, fresh off the 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 whatever the heck that thing is they make it on. So would you rather get that paddle or go and get dr- blood drawn, which you hate? Oh, which would be which is the worse of I the two know. for you? But it was a choice. <laughs> if it were a choice, say if it were. 
Well, the the choice they gave you back in the day was you get paddled or you get suspended. Mm-hmm. I took the paddling because if I got suspended, I was going to get paddled at home anyway. Anyway. So, oh, I mean, what wow. was worse, getting whacked by your dad or getting whacked by the dean? So I took the dean instead. <laughs> oh but gosh. going back to your question, blood drawn or yeah. or a paddle? I'd have to say I'd take the paddle. I would, too. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that's not that's the wrong thing to say because, you know, actually mm. when you when you do get your blood drawn, you're you're getting a health checkup and it's oh. it's supposed to be good for you. Yeah. But, man, when and, you get a nurse that digs in there with a the needle yeah. and then she sticks it in and she can't find your vein yeah. and then she's moving it all around like this, trying to find the vein and you're going, oh, killing me and so like the adult in us says that we should want to get our blood checked rather than uh, get the paddle but the kid in me is saying i would rather get the paddle yeah i mean like there's been several times <laughs> where i wanted to just it. go like wham and whack the the phlebotomist right in the head for like digging in my arm oh. like what are you digging a grave in my arm or what yeah, when I got my blood drawn mm. before, it wasn't very much fun. I get I, I get like really it. queasy and nervous about that stuff. I will agonize about it for days. I don't like it at and all. And then if if I go into the doctor's office, I'm always wishing there would be like a picture of a a lake or some serene stream mm-hmm. and just a picture that I can gaze at. You know, so I don't have to concentrate on on what's at task. Better you could bring your iPod in and play this. And you can just zen out while they're, they're taking blood out of your arm. Or maybe I could take a shot of vodka before oh, I go in, too. That just won't work because then you'll have alcohol show up in your blood. And i got to make it Ukrainian vodka, not the Russian <laughs> vodka. There, You know, there are some shops that are, I guess, uh, there's a shop up in Grand, like Grand Rapids, Michigan, where mm-hmm. the bar owner's not serving the Russian vodka anymore. Mm-hmm. He's That's Stolichinaya is what it's called. That's what exactly what it is. You yeah. are correct, Evan. Stolichinaya. I remember that from my bar days of DJing in the clubs. And then I think there's the brand called uh, Stoli, too, which mm-hmm. you think right away is Russian. Mm-hmm. But let's see, according to this, what... Oh, I'm looking at the wrong story there. Okay. Stoli, owned by the Russian-born tycoon Yuri Scheffler, mm-hmm. is actually made in Latvia. Mm-hmm. And so on its website, the Stoli Group is saying it stands for peace in Europe and oh, in wow. solidarity with the Ukra- Ukrainian people. Okay. So I guess Stoli is a, a good one to still be drinking, yes. Mm. I'm not a vodka drinker. <laughs> I just don't drink, period. I know. So I have no idea. I've smelled vodka. I've smelled rum. It just kind of makes me sick to my stomach. I just don't like the um, the smell of liquor. But that's and then besides the point. you've got Svedka. Svedka, Svedka. is the uh, Swedish vodka, Svedka. I believe. okay. And uh, Sweden, yes. Okay. Who are, I, I think they were kind of remaining neutral, but I think they're coming off the fence with So they're Swedish vodka? There's Russian vodka. Is there Ukrainian vodka? There is. And yeah, What's it called? Uh, oh, you know, that's a good... Let's see. Some bars and liquor stores using potent way to punish Russia for invading Ukraine. They're pulling Russia vodka off their shelves and promoting Ukrainian brands instead. Hmm. Now, I don't have a list of those Ukrainian brands, but uh, okay. I would be glad to look some up for later. I wonder if there's a liquor store over in... Uh, 
over across that we could call right now. They're probably open and ask them how their shelf stock is on vodka. I don't know, but there might be a bar that's open this early because... Um, well, it's afternoon over there. Oh, over there. So they're drinking pretty heavily right now. Oh, so in the Ukraine it is yeah, like it's, after 12 noon? It's definitely not morning time over in the All Ukraine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. They're partying over there, I'm sure, or something. Oh, I'm just, I'm feeling for them, man. I'm feeling yeah, for them. That's terrible what's going on and Now they've got that uh, caravan, I guess, going up to Kiev right now. Yeah. I think they were in, what were they, like, within a 20-mile range yeah. uh, heading south toward the I don't know. The I just don't understand. Why the heck can people just get along? Why you know? can't? I mean, why can't and then why do we have to get involved? It's not our country. We're, you know, it's it's like we have enough issues here, so why do we have to get involved in somebody else's headache? I think my big fear would be, like, if he, you know, would, went in to get Ukraine, my question is, who else does he want to get then? Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, stop stop the dictator now. Yeah. Stop him in his tracks yeah. before... They can That's acquire just, anything else. That's my feeling on it. Between that and the baseball strike, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> hey, oh, are you are you going to the St. Lucie Mets today? Their no. t- their tickets go on sale today. No, tickets go on sale. They're going to be starting to sell tickets today for St. Lucie Mets season. That's awesome. But I am That's going good. to be at Centennial High School in some form of announcing role. I am actually going to, and boy, it's going to feel so good. It's not Major League Baseball, but I'm actually uh, I am the guest. PA announcer for Centennial High School's opening day. That's wonderful. So, you know what? Sunday was supposed to be opening day for the New York Mets at Clover Park. That didn't happen because of of the strike. Still talking, right? They're still talking. So, you know what? Had to find somewhere I could go do something (laughs) for opening day. That's nice. Contacted my good buddy Chad Derrick and... He's like, hey, how would you like to be our guest PA announcer for opening day at Centennial? I'm like, beautiful, done. I'm there. Centennial is that that school that's off of Cameo? Is it off of Cameo? It's in off Crosstown, Crosstown and Cameo. Crosstown I think? and Cameo, I bet. Somewhere yeah. off of there. Okay, it's yeah. right there. Yeah, if you're going on Crosstown, in fact, I think you can see the fields. I see fields on the right there. side if you're going towards 95. Exactly. That's it. Oh, that's, that's where that's where I'll be today. First pitch, 3:30 p.m. If you're not doing nothing. Come on out and have a good time. That's very cool, Evan. We'll give you some kind of baseball, at least. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> if you can't have Mets baseball, you can have high school baseball. It is 621 on the Tuesday morning edition of the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news. Let's get right to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. And good morning to you now. Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay Bill is making its way to the state Senate. Senator Dennis Baxley presented the House version of the Parental Rights in Education Act to the Senate Appropriations Committee. What I'm for and what this bill is for and why I'm carrying this bill is parents need to be in charge. Students are not wards of the state. The committee approved the bill after rejecting an amendment which would have changed the wording from sexual orientation or gender identity to human sexuality or sexual activity. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis visited Indian River County on Monday afternoon to award an infrastructure grant to the city of Felsmere. Speaking at C.J. Cannon's restaurant, 
the governor announced a $750,000 grant through the state's Rural Infrastructure Fund. The money will be used to accommodate new industrial business by extending the sewer systems at the Commerce Parks. The governor on Monday also awarded Broward County $800,000 for rental assistance and better Internet access for residents in Pompano Beach and Sunrise, as well as $2.9 million to Monroe County for improvements to Rolls Waterfront Park in Key Largo. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting that COVID-19 hospitalizations have dropped below 3,000 in Florida. Just over 2,900 inpatients had COVID-19 on Monday, down from 4,100 a week earlier. The defense team was dealt a defeat Monday in the case of a semi-Williams Jr., the homeless drifter accused of stabbing a Palm Beach Gardens teenager to death. WPTV's Contact 5 investigator Michael Bushner has details. The first-degree murder case where prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. But for the time being, the case against Semi Williams Jr. is no longer in front of a criminal court judge. A judge today sent the case to a mental health court to determine Williams' competency. I think I am going to transfer this so I don't make it any different from any other first-degree murder case that's sent to the mental health court. Now, Williams' public defender wanted to keep all of the proceedings before the same court, which will preside over the capital murder trial. Williams is accused of stabbing to death Ryan Rogers as the teen was on a bike ride last November 15th. His attorneys say Williams is unable to help in his defense because of his mental illness. Now, two mental health experts will now evaluate Williams to determine if the homeless drifter is competent to stand trial for first-degree murder. Williams is being housed in the mental health unit of the Palm Beach County Jail. More than 70 Ukrainian soldiers were killed after Russian artillery hit a military base in a city between Kharkiv and Kiev, the head of the region wrote on Telegram. There were photographs of the charred shell of a four-story building and rescuers searching rubble. Russian soldiers and some local residents also were killed during the fighting on Sunday. Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S. told senators her country needs more military weapons as it fights the Russian invasion. Senators emerged from a Monday evening meeting with Ambassador Oksana Markarova at the Capitol as Congress is preparing supplemental funding to help Ukraine during the crisis. The White House is seeking at least $6.4 billion in military and humanitarian aid. Senators in the U.S. are working to provide ammunition such as anti-tank and anti-aircraft systems to Ukraine. Well, lastly, in addition to the quarterly test of the outdoor warning system for the St. Lucie nuclear power plant on Thursday, this coming Thursday at noon, Florida Power and Light Company will conduct individual maintenance and testing on each of the 90 sirens within the 10-mile St. Lucie plant emergency planning zone. What started Monday, February 28th, will run through the end of March. FPL staff will check each siren with a pre-announcement and post-announcement check and a 10-second air horning sound. Work will be done between 8 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. each day, Monday through Friday. This will be done for each siren, one at a time, until all have been checked. 
after the 16-hour day of meetings that stretched into early Tuesday morning, Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association moved the deadline for a new collective bargaining agreement that would save regular season games from being canceled to 5 p.m. today. While the sides made progress toward a new deal during the marathon negotiating session, which included more than a dozen meetings and wrapped for the night around 2.30 a.m., gaps remain between the sides on the competitive balance tax thresholds, minimum salary, and bonus pool for pre-arbitration player, sources said. Also on the table, the implementation of an international draft We want to exhaust every possibility to get a deal done, a league spokesman said. The sides plan to resume talks this morning at 11. News time is at 627, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune in to the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has a first look outside. Bonnie? Let's see just how this looks, see if it's looking good. And you know it's really good that it is. No accidents is what we're seeing our latest from the Florida Highway Patrol. A major roadway is looking good right now for Stewart. Port St. Lucie, everything looks fine on our roadways right there, too. If you see something, say something. Call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 63, a little cooler, yes, uh, we're feeling in Port St. Lucie. In Bowie, Maryland, clear and 28. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for afternoon temperatures today reaching the mid to upper 70s. Slightly cooler weather this afternoon thanks to a passing cool front. A few isolated showers possible throughout the day, otherwise mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday forecast. Tonight, temperatures down to the 50s and low 60s under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow morning, waking up to a little bit of rainfall towards the coast. That rain moving west throughout the afternoon with highs reaching the 80s. We're stuck in the 80s through the weekend forecast. In fact, mid-80s returning by Monday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 3380. 
Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I'd like to invite you to join me at the American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the Florida Live Arena. We'll be live and in person along with my son Don, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and many other incredible patriots. We will be talking about how to defend our jobs, our borders, our liberty, and our God-given rights. I hope you'll join me in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th. It's the only time this event will be coming to South Florida. If you want to sign up to get your tickets for the American Freedom Tour, you have to go to AmericanFreedomTour.com and do it right away. I think they're going to be selling very quickly, and I hope to see you there. I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Go to AmericanFreedomTour.com for tickets as low as $9. The American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the FLA Live Arena. Once again, that's AmericanFreedomTour.com. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTU Morning Show at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Hey, you know what today is, Bonnie, right? March 1st, right. we know for sure. Yeah. Start of Mardi Gras. It is the start of it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I totally forgot about that until it just like slapped me in the face like my dad used to hit me on the behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does this mean it is Fat Tuesday today or is Well, it... that would be, yeah, that's right. Wouldn't today be Fat Tuesday? I thought it, I read something about yeah. it mean, oh, it's also National Pancake Day. But yeah, it is Fat oh. Tuesday. <laughs> Somebody so... bring me breakfast, Pancake Day. <laughs> yeah, I need a pancake. Oh, you anyway, can get it's... that free short stack at IHOP, perhaps. Is it? Yeah. I, I, think, I think you can go over there and do that, possibly, yes. Oh, okay. Which we've had the... Uh, Pancakes from IHOP delivered oh here before. Oh my gosh, decadence! Oh my gosh! Someone ordered breakfast for us. Yeah, and then they have all of those different flavors and toppings. You don't know which to choose. No, there's so many. Yeah, way too many. Have you ever uh, gone to the Mardi Gras? It had the pleasure uh, of going. Or? I have seen vi- viral videos of what women do for beads, <laughs> which is just I just yeah, don't get it. They bare their breasts it, for yeah. beads. They've been beaded for many years, and <laughs> I. <laughs> they, it gets the breast of them. <laughs> yes, it does. 
Yes, the breast of everything happens in Nolens, as they say. You know, they take their beads really seriously. They really there. do, Bonnie. Like before the Mardi Gras even happens for months, they'll go like to garage sales and stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll go all over like New Orleans, maybe over the whole state of Louisiana. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Just looking for to buy beads. And if people have beads for sale, it's like they're gold. Yeah. You're golden with it. Yeah. Because they're going to be purchased. By um, and much needed at the market. And there's Brown. women that literally go religiously every single year just to get the damn beads. Yeah. They'll bear their soul. Well, they'll bear their breasts oh, to get man. to get beads. I'm sure some oh, of the no. men might do it too. The men well, that want to be the beaded ones. I'm sorry, nobody's looking at these things right here. <laughs> no, sorry, I don't want no beads. But I've never gone. You know, I've, I've thank never God been, you never went. I've My never God, been. if you'd have told me you went there and did that, Bonnie, I don't know what I'd do. Well, I would go there. I'm, I don't think I would do that. I would you hope know, not. Hopefully, I don't know if I would have done that in my youth days. You have to keep I... your decorum. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be like a lot of fun. It, it would be. It sounds like something I would like to experience once. Okay. You know? Um, well, then just go down Bourbon Street and, and get a pint and just experience or it. Or just to make it there, not on Mardi Gras. Maybe that would be the time to go, too, when it's uh, more mellow. When and, it's calmed down. Yeah. Less after Mardi Gras. Chaotic. Could you imagine what the cleanup is like on Mardi Gras? Oh, my gosh. The street is supposed to stink like feet and stale beer oh, the next day. disgusting. Yeah. It, it, to take oh. a walk down the street af- following, like, say, like today... Uh, after they party up, you know, tomorrow morning. It's no more called Bourbon Street. It's called Foot Street yeah. or whatever, or yeah. Odor Street. or Sponsored by Foot Locker right? or something. <laughs> Fast acting, ten acting, whatever the heck that foot stuff is. Oh, my gosh. Let's do some viral videos. I have just uno, uno mas, just one. It's a woman in Columbus, Ohio, trained her two pet rats to return to their cage every time she sings their special song. Are these like rats or are they ferrets? No, they're rats. They're real, they're rats. Yeah, she lets them out to play for a bit and when she sings the song, Uh they scurry into a carrying case and then into their cage. I have yet to see this video. So I'm going to play it for you and I right now, Bonnie. I'm actually going to I'm going to put it in full screen. All right, here we go. Here we go. All rats to the cage. All rats to the cage. Come on. All rats oh, to what? the cage. All rats to the cage. Come on. All rats to the cage. All rats to the cage. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. And a very good job. And a very good job. Woo! Those. Here we go. All right. I, uh, I, I, no, that's just not right. They're I'm trained sorry. rats. Those those rats are trained, and yeah. there must be something about the sound of her voice too. That you know, they're they're like they're like her pets. They're following her like my kitties follow me. And only I've never done it. Done it. Listen, in rat if I had sense. to listen to that lady's voice every single morning, saying "All rats to the cage, all rats to the cage." <laughs> All rats to the cage. Yeah. I'd be running to get in that cage real quick. <laughs> I didn't mind her voice, but uh, yeah, rat ratatouille, ratatouille Shoo, on that one. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so afraid of them. You know, a lady at work yesterday had mm-hmm. me had me bring out a 
bag of garbage. I thought you were saying a bag of rats. <laughs> I'm in. Whenever I open that dumpster, you know, I'm afraid there a rats, rats are going to be out there jumping at you. Or yeah, maybe one's going to jump out right at me. Oh, that won't be good. Even if I bring it to the dumpster out here, I, I'm afraid of those rats being around. Can I tell you a little secret? Yeah. I feel your pain. Because I'm the same way. (laughs) I dread lifting that dumpster top open Uh because I am dreaded that there's going to be like a rat or something that jumps out at me. And then I'm going to scream like a little sissy and run away. And then everybody's going to laugh at me. So I don't know if I did the right thing, but I cheated. The garbage dumpster was already full of uh, garbage. What did you put it on the side of the dumpster? I put it on top. And I was afraid to open it. And I just... Was this here? It was outside here. Outside in Palm City. Oh, in Palm City, where you live, or over uh, at the workplace. At the workplace. Oh, jeez. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't think I was supposed to leave it on top of that dumpster, but I have. Oh well. I have a phobia, like of, <laughs> and you know, not only that, but you know, somebody said they they saw could see rats running around out wow. there, and maybe up in the tree once in a while. Rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of them. I I'm just truly. Ooh, I know, you, you know, we're we're like ten times, well, twenty times the size of a of a little stinking rat, but yeah, it's it's just, it's, it's I it's, I don't blame you. I'm the same way. Oh man, it's, I I'm the same way. You can keep your little rat down there on the ground, and I'll get up on a chair and a counter, and I'll scream like a little girl. Now I don't get afraid when I see like a cute bunny, or you know, I see a lot of bunnies around there. I see a lot of wild rabbits around yeah. our neighborhood, especially when I'm leaving for work at like four in the morning. Yeah, I'll see them all over the place. There was it, like an army. Uh, <laughs> they take over the neighborhood. I know, and they're, they're becoming like uh, more tame. It seems like I can hang out by one when I see one in my yard, you know, and it, it won't run away all of a sudden. It's Unless... time for rat mania. <laughs> <laughs> But those little bunnies are cute, and rarely do you ever see one squished on the side of the road, right? I had a pet bunny once. Yeah? Long time ago, like in, God, when was I married first? 83, 84. Yes. In 83, 84, we had, my ex-wife had to have a pet rabbit. So we went to the pet store, and we got a pet rabbit. And the rabbit's name was Flash. All right. That's Name the rabbit Flash. That's a cool name for a rabbit. What we did like was it. we built a um, out on the screen patio. We built an area with chicken wire, mm-hmm. so the rabbit didn't have to live in a cage. Yeah, and it would have a wide area to hop around and Very play. Very nice. In because Very we nice. felt it was cruel to keep a rabbit in a cage because it didn't have room. Yeah. Didn't like the rabbit. My dad had rabbit. Like we, we had rabbits too. No. We had bunnies when I was real small. I went to pet the rabbit, Bonnie. Yeah. You did know it what nibble? It did? Nibble a little bit. It hissed at me. I, I never heard a like rabbit me. hiss. It didn't Holy like man. me. And then I went to pick it up, and it tried to nip me. Yeah. Yeah. It, they nip and they they nibble or they yeah. nibble bite a tried little bit. Tried to bite me, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you want to play your little game? All right, I'll get you. I went in the house and got the broom. Uh huh. Yeah, I said, go ahead and try to bite me now and see what happens. Do rap, do rabbits really like carrots, like they say? Yeah, they like all sorts of, they like carrots, they like lettuce. Um, and it's it's like when they go to the bathroom, it's like, it's oh, it's nasty. Yeah. It stinks. 
it's it's awful. Yeah, it's it, it can oh. give that it's that they give that farm smell oh. for sure. It's something you more really, than farm smell. Yeah, I mean like when they go number two, you don't two, want it in your house or like no. in your bedroom. It's a nasty. Well, kind we of. fix that because we litter trained the rabbit. You can litter train a yes, rabbit. Yes, we litter oh, box really? train the rabbit. So we I didn't put know a, you could do that. Yes, we put a litter box in the in K, in the enclosed area that we made the big fenced in area. Yeah. It was like ten by ten. It was like ten feet. It was a good area. So we put a litter box in there <laughs> and we trained oh, wow. the rabbit to use the litter box to go to the bathroom. Well that's a good thing. So the rabbit would go in the litter box, so we all we had to do was like use that scooper mm-hmm. thing on sure. the jig. Sure. And you scoop out whatever, you know, like you do with your cats. I'd like to, uh, I would love to train my cat like Robert De Niro did and meet the parents with his Jinxie. Mm-hmm. He trained drink, he, he trained his cat to go right on the toilet there. What? Just right, get right up on the toilet. Yeah, Jinxie would use the uh, same toilet that you would use and okay. trained his cat to do that. <laughs> so you're going to train Jack Frosty to use the toilet. Heck, he Wait does, a minute. Jack Frosty's a boy, right? He, he's a boy. Okay. And yeah. the other one? Is Hansi's a boy, too. Hansi's a I boy. got two boys. So that two means they boys. have to lift the seat. <laughs> and then when they're done, they have to put the seat down for you. Common etiquette. Yeah. Courtesy is what it's called. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. No, no. If your cats start using the toilet, I'm, I'm running through the door. That's all I got to say. No, no, no. no. I want to get one of those uh, high, heavy-duty enclosed ones with Mm -hmm. the layer belt on it. It's got like a conveyor belt on it or something. Oh, those are the fancy schmancy litter boxes. Yeah, yeah. They do all the work for you. You don't have to do nothing. It It like scoops out automatically and it puts it in a little... Plastic bag, they're and you just remove the bag. Like a hundred dollar unit or more. Oh, I you bet. Know, I bet. Yeah, I bet they're worth something. Bet. If anybody has a uh, motorized cat litter box, <laughs> please call us. We'd like to know your experience with it. Two two zero nine seven eight eight. Well, call Cliff about it on Swap Shop. Say that we're looking. Yeah, right. I'll call Cliff this morning <laughs> a little later on and say, "Hey, I'm looking for a motorized cat litter box. Can you assist?" Right. <laughs> and then he'll just uh, he'll put out the call and we'll uh, we'll see what happens. So there's a video right here. Um, mm-hmm. The celebrity chef Jose Andre mm-hmm. Andre is mm-hmm. is known for using his charity. A world Central Kitchen. I mm-hmm. don't know if anybody's heard about it, but he feeds hurricane and tornado victims here at home. And now he's doing the same for refugees in Ukraine. He posted a video from the Polish border and said he's making sure they get a hot meal. Oh, wow. A celebrity chef. So Very cool. Jose Andre is his name. All right. A-N-D-R-E-S. We, we, we tip our hat to him. Yeah. yeah cooking, for, uh, cooking for people. Yeah. I yep. like that. Helping, helping refugees out for sure. I like that. 644, it's uh, news time once again. We're going to go right to the news desk. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. And more than 70 Ukrainian soldiers were killed after Russian artillery hit a military base in a city between Kharkiv and Kiev. The head of the region wrote on Telegram, there were photographs of the charred shell of a four-story building and rescuers searching rubble. Russian soldiers and some local residents also were killed during the fighting on Sunday. 
Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S. told senators her country needs more military weapons as it fights the Russian invasion. Senators emerged from a Monday evening meeting with Ambassador Oksana Markarova at the Capitol as Congress is preparing supplemental funding to help Ukraine during the crisis. The White House is seeking at least $6.4 billion in military and humanitarian aid. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting that COVID-19 hospitalizations have dropped below 3,000 in Florida. Just over 2,900 inpatients had COVID-19 on Monday, down from 4,100 a week earlier. The defense team was dealt a defeat Monday in the case of Sammy Williams Jr., the homeless drifter accused of stabbing a Palm Beach Gardens teenager to death. WPTV's Contact 5 investigator Michael Bushner has details. The first-degree murder case where prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. But for the time being, the case against Semi Williams Jr. is no longer in front of a criminal court judge. A judge today sent the case to a mental health court to determine Williams' competency. I think I am going to transfer this so I don't make it any different from any other first-degree murder case that's sent to the mental health court. Now, Williams' public defender wanted to keep all of the proceedings before the same court, which will preside over the capital murder trial. Williams is accused of stabbing to death Ryan Rogers as the teen was on a bike ride last November 15th. His attorneys say Williams is unable to help in his defense because of his mental illness. Now, two mental health experts will now evaluate Williams to determine if the homeless drifter is competent to stand trial for first-degree murder. Williams is being housed in the mental health unit of the Palm Beach County Jail. When President Joe Biden delivers his first State of the Union address tonight, he'll set out to reassure anxious Americans the State of the Union is strong. He'll give the much-anticipated speech amid multiple crises and to a critical public with hopes of resetting his presidency after a difficult first year in the White House. Polls show only a quarter of Americans believe the country is on the right track. Biden's own approval rating is underwater, with more disapproving of his job as president than approving. He will deliver his address amid the biggest global test of his presidency, underscoring what the Ukraine crisis could mean for Americans while hailing the unity of U.S. alliances as the world confronts dangerous Russian aggression. In addition to the quarterly test of the outdoor warning system for the St. Lucie nuclear power plant on Thursday, uh, this coming Thursday at noon, Florida Power and Light Company will conduct individual maintenance and testing on each of the 90 sirens within the 10-mile St. Lucie Plant emergency planning zone. What started Monday yesterday will run through the end of March. FPL staff will check each siren with a pre-announcement and post-announcement check and a 10-second air horn sounding. Work will be done between 8 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. each day, Monday through Friday. This will be done for each siren one at a time until all have been checked. Two liftoffs are scheduled on the Space Coast this week. United Launch Alliance is expected to launch an Atlas V rocket carrying a new weather satellite today with a two-hour launch window opening at 4.38 p.m. Eastern Time. SpaceX is planning a Thursday morning launch of a Falcon 9 rocket carrying another batch of Starlink satellites into orbit. Lastly, the 2022 Florida Strawberry Festival is returning to Plant City. The 11-day event runs 
Thursday through March 11th with entertainment, livestock shows, carnival rides, and exhibits. Derek Jeter is announcing his departure from the Miami Marlins. The Hall of Fame shortstop said he'll no longer serve as CEO or as a shareholder. And two of Florida's NFL teams are playing on foreign soil next season. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host a game in Munich, Germany sometime in 2022. It would have been their ninth regular season game at home. The NFL says the Bucks and four other teams will play outside the U.S. this year. One of those is the Jacksonville Jaguars, which have been playing in London every year since 2013. Times, dates, and matchups will be announced when the NFL releases its full schedule. I'm Gordon Burr. Our news time at 6.50 now, and we'll hear weather and traffic together next. Foundation and Humane Society of the Treasure Coast proudly present the 2022 Paws and Claws Gala. Join us for a country cats and dogs themed event on Sunday, March 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. to benefit all the animals at your local Humane Society. Held at Colab Kitchen, a brand new urban farm and cafe in downtown Stewart, guests will enjoy premium cocktails, locally sourced cuisine, entertainment, a virtual auction, and more. Learn more at the Humane Society of the Treasure Coast website, hstc1.org. is the time on the Tuesday edition of the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? And what we're seeing is looking really good and clear this morning. We're not finding any accidents to report right here, including the turnpike. This includes I-95. US-1 moving smoothly. We're not finding any tie-ups, no slowdowns there. Drive safely. There's your latest look at traffic. Under a cloudy sky, a little bit cooler this morning. We're at 64 here in Stewart. And here's more on the forecast at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for afternoon temperatures today reaching the mid to upper 70s. Slightly cooler weather this afternoon thanks to a passing cool front. A few isolated showers possible throughout the day, otherwise mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday forecast. Tonight, temperatures down to the 50s and low 60s under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow morning, waking up to a little bit of rainfall towards the coast. That rain moving west throughout the afternoon with highs reaching the 80s. We're stuck in the 80s through the weekend forecast. In fact, mid-80s returning by Monday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. 
Ellie's Downtown Deli is looking for fresh new faces with great outgoing personality and willing to work as a big team. Ellie's Original Downtown Deli and Ellie's Dockside Deli are looking for you. Ellie's is a fast-paced, busy operation that is looking for counter help, to-go packaging, waitresses and waiters, kitchen prep and cooks. Reach out now and set up your appointment at 772-781-6605 or email chefmarkmuller at gmail.com. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune in to the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. The plants and fruit trees at risk of a spotted lantern infestation and what farmers can do about it. That's coming up on This Land of Ours. I'm Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed. Everyone knows Florida grows the world's best produce. From citrus to strawberries, watermelon to blueberries, our produce growers feed our families and the world. With over $125 million in annual revenue for growers, the Fresh from Florida program helps Florida farmers stay competitive in a tough marketplace. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. COVID-19 vaccine. And the thing I heard about the vaccine. Sure, but do we really know about the long-term effects? Did you read that thing on the Internet? You heard from his cousin that they don't. Okay, you're hearing a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccines these days. So how do you find out if getting vaccinated is right for you? By talking to someone you already trust, your doctor or health care provider. They'll answer your questions so you can decide what's best for you and your family. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org to find out more. That's GetVaccineAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. The spotted lanternfly is an Asian native first spotted in the U.S. almost a decade ago. One of the particularly problematic features of this pest is that it can lay eggs anywhere, cars, furniture, and other inanimate objects. The spotted lanternfly isn't hard to identify. Adults are about an inch long. Their distinct spots and the fact that part of their wings turns bright red when mature makes them easy to distinguish from other pests. The following plants are at risk, grapevines and hopvines, apple, peach, nectarine, 
cherry and walnut trees. The good news for farmers is that this imported insect is not as resilient against pesticides as other imports. Trees and landscape should also be checked regularly. It's also important to notify authorities, making sure to report any sightings to local agricultural or extension office immediately. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Kind of want to get you in that mood for Mardi Gras. Get your beads out and start throwing your beads because it's the official kickoff of Mardi Gras, Bonnie. And, you know, I wish I was just there sometime to be with it in the spirit of things. Yeah. We were going to rent an RV one year and, uh, you know, go up with some friends. My friends from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And once again, my friend Rob will even cook. He makes some really good spicy Cajun food. Oh, wow. When we go to his house and they've had parties, um, you know, he'll get, what is it, the stew that's, the stew they call it. Oh, it's, I don't it's know. very like Creole, Creole kind mm-hmm. of way, kind of cooking. Spicy? Is it spicy? Yeah, it's spicy, it's Cajun, it's, he, he just does a really good job. And I, I hear that the food is phenomenal at Mardi Gras. Mm. Or if you go to New Orleans, just to go there, I just heard that the food is is some of the best. I that you have could heard have. the same. Yeah, I have definitely heard the same. I have definitely heard the same. I mean, but I I just heard that from a lady on my massage table just the other day. But I would I really want to go and just witness it for myself. I know, I you know, I've never been. I want to I want to see what all the hoopla is all about. I don't want to go to see the woman, the women bearing their chest to get beads. I just want to see what all the party yeah. and chutzpah is all about. Maybe even learning more of the heritage, the different like nationalities that you know get together and yeah. and do all of that wonderful cooking. Yeah. There's a really a, a deep, rich history about it, yeah. too. Definitely yeah. so. I want to see what Drew Brees is talking all about from the Saints. <laughs> He's a Nolens guy. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a short pause for the cause. We're going to let this wonderful Mardi Gras music play out and right into the news at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. just addressed European Parliament. We are fighting for our rights, for our freedoms. He wants Ukraine to be allowed into the European Union. And to underscore the fighting back, the Ukrainian ambassador to the UN read a text a Russian soldier sent his mother. There is a real war raging here. I'm afraid 
Eastern today. After an initial threat by the league to cancel one month of baseball and with hurdles regarding playoff formatting, both sides were able to plow forward, now looking to get closer to ending their three-month-long lockout while resolving core economic issues like luxury tax and minimum player salary today. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. The Miami Marlins have lost their CEO, Derek Jeter, a Hall of Fame player with the Yankees, step down and there's also no longer a Marlins shareholder citing differences with the vision for the team. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Did you know postcards continue to be one of the most versatile options in direct mail marketing? They offer a quick, affordable way to create intelligent, condensed direct mail campaigns. Most importantly, with a bit of innovation, postcards can break through the clutter and deliver direct market messages to your audience instantaneously like no other marketing tool. And now you can be sure you're using them effectively. Every Door Direct Mail is the most powerful and affordable direct mail service, and it works for any size business. You can mail a jumbo postcard printed, designed, and including postage for as low as 30 cents a piece. That's less than a postage stamp. No need for extra costs like mailing lists, postal permits, and addressing. Call Sky's the Limit today at 772-340-1090. That's 772-340-1090 and get $50 off a 5,000-piece EDDM mailing. Start reaching to people that matter to your business. Call 772-340-1090. Sky's the Limit Printing is your full-service marketing solution. Call 772-340-1090. That's Sky's the Limit. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I'd like to invite you to join me at the American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the Florida Live Arena. We'll be live and in person along with my son Don, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and many other incredible patriots. We will be talking about how to defend our jobs, our borders, our liberty, and our God-given rights. I hope you'll join me in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th. It's the only time this event will be coming to South Florida. If you want to sign up to get your tickets for the American Freedom Tour, you have to go to AmericanFreedomTour.com and do it right away. I think they're going to be selling very quickly, and I hope to see you there. I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Go to AmericanFreedomTour.com for tickets as low as $9. The American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the FLA Live Arena. Once again, that's AmericanFreedomTour.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Top of the Tuesday morning to you. Good morning, sunshine. And a good morning to you also. Well, yeah. I'm glad you feel that way. Oh, yeah. That's right. We're always having a good time on the program. It's 7.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time, please? It's now 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show, and it's Happy Mardi Gras Day. And the band played on. 
and the beads start flowing, Bonnie. They're flying out the windows. Yeah, and so does that bourbon whiskey, too, start a-flowing. And all of those other cocktails and either healthy or unhealthy beverages that they do partake in every year at Mardi Gras. <laughs> I wonder how many people puke on Bourbon Street. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, it might not only be the outsiders that come to the Mardi Gras that, well, some want a party for sure, but I heard, too, that some of the locals get that party started, mm. like, uh, early. Uh, like, a lot of them will get out and start uh, cooking for Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. having those uh, backyard cookouts. I kind of call it country and hillbilly spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, I saw this on Anthony Bourdain when he went there, and he hung out with some of them. And some of them, yeah, will start to cook and party, like, at you're talking 9 in the morning. Really? Nine in the morning, getting that party starting, passing the rum around already. Well, some of them. Maybe not all of them, but some. And then they get out on these uh, floats, and they, you know, take the floats all over town. And, yeah, they they start that celebration early, I guess some of the locals do. Wow. That's, um, yeah, that's definitely. uh... I don't think I could keep up in that spirit. (laughs) I don't think I'd want to get the party started that early as some might. No, definitely not. Let's uh, do our our world-famous birthdays and anniversaries. Time for birthdays, anniversaries, back in the day. And we always uh, start off with you first, Bonnie. Well, I guess... The one that I know is the Beeb, uh, Justin Bieber. I'll say happy birthday to 28. See, like right on cue. Yes. I had that ready for you because I knew you were going to go there. Remember when this song first came out? He was just a wee little, innocent little... Kid. He sounds like a young Michael Jackson there, doesn't he? Yeah. It, if you close your eyes, I, I think I'm hearing Michael. But he got sick, I guess. He's supposed to start that world tour or that was supposed to have started. Mm-hmm. And I think they he had to, to postpone it way back because some of the dancers got it. And uh, yeah. Justin, too, got the COVID. Yep. So, But he is turning 28 today. And Hard to believe. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hard to believe I'm, it makes me feel old when I count the number of years and, wow, I'm that much older, too, than Justin is. Yeah, we've been listening to Justin Bieber for quite some time. Uh, Kesha is 38 years, sorry, 35 years old today. She's another rapper. Uh, Jensen Ackles is 44. That's Dean Winchester on Supernatural. Mark Paul Gosselar is 48. That's Rainbow's dad on Mixish. Jack Davenport, 49 years old today. That's uh, Commander Norrington on Pirates of the Caribbean movies. How old would he be? 49? 49. Yeah. His name is Jack Davenport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Javier Bardem is 53. That's Desi Arnaz in Being the Ricardos. Actor and... Yes. Oh, yeah, he does play uh, Desi's part alongside mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, yep. which, boy, I guess she's getting Oscar buzz for that. Yep. Nicole is. Yep. And there were so many uh, sides that didn't even want her to do that part. Mm-hmm. But uh, Javier playing uh, uh, Desi Arnaz in that. Mm-hmm. Desi. Mm-hmm. Wow. Georgia Eads. 
is 55. That's uh, Jack Dalton on the new MacGyver. Zack Snyder, 56. That's Justice League director. WWE Hall of Famer Booker T is 57 years old today. Tim Daly, 66. That's Tia Leone's husband on Madam Secretary. Ron Howard. Remember him, Bonnie? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Opie on the Andy Griffith Show. And what a career he has had. Richie Cunningham on Happy Days. And the director of Solo, the Star Wars story. And, you know, the director of, of so many great, powerful movies. Mm-hmm. Ron Howard. Yeah, yeah. Definitely so. Catherine Bach, 68 years old today. That's the original Daisy Duke. On the Dukes of Hazzard. She is 60? 68. I've seen her, too, on The Young and the Restless. She's had, uh, she's playing like the mom of someone, been mm-hmm. playing it on that soap opera. But I definitely remember her as mm-hmm. Daisy Duke. Mm-hmm. Dirk Benedict, 77 years old today. That's Starbuck on the original Battlestar Galactica. Roger Daltrey from The Who is 78 years old today. The Who, aren't they doing, aren't they? Going to go on tour or something, too, I have heard. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember the movie Pinball Wizard with Elton John? Yeah. I think of The Who when I think of that oh, of for course. some reason. Of course, because they uh, were also singers of, of Pinball Wizard. Yeah. But I can't, to be honest, I can't remember if they did it first or did Elton John perform that first. I think... The Who was the original artist, okay. and then Elton John did it yeah, afterwards. That's probably <clears> the <throat> way that flew. Yes. So, yeah. Was it flying east and, or west? And then though? who played um, who played Tommy in that? Was it was it a member of the Who I that played uh, Tommy? I don't know, but I remember going and seeing that as a teenager. That movie just blew me away when I saw it. Yeah, it was really good. Harry Belafonte, ninety-five years old today. It's Calypso King. Uh, Robert. Clary is 96. That's Corporal Louis LeBeau on Hogan's Heroes. Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, Robert Conrad passed away in 2020, and Alan Thicke passed away in 2016. Let's rewind the clock, and uh, let's go back in the day if we could. Oh, yeah, back in the day, and um, let me bring some of that cleverness up, because Mm -hmm. back in the day, boy, we're already into... March 1st right here. So we're going to go back to the year uh, 1872 Mm -hmm. when Yellowstone became America's first national park 150 years ago today. Joe Lewis, Mm. this date in 1949, he retired as heavyweight boxing champion. The Brown Bomber had held the title longer than any other champ, 11 years, 8 months, and 7 days. Mm. Now that's a... That's one heck of a career, right? Yeah. I mean, and do boxers go, can they really carry a title for that long? That's like, a, that's just like amazing. Really, no, it really depends. That's I mean, if you're a, that good. Amazing athleticism right there, I think. And yeah, Joe Lewis. Mickey Mantle announced his retirement from baseball 53 years ago today mm-hmm. in 1969. Mm-hmm. On this date, 27 years ago, In 1995, R.E.M. drummer Bill Berry had to leave the stage during a Switzerland concert after collapsing from a ruptured brain aneurysm, but he did not die, Mm. which was fortunate. Okay. Uh, 2005 on the state, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the death penalty was unconstitutional for juveniles who committed their crimes under the age of 18. Mm Mm-hmm. 
12 years ago, too, in 2010, Jay Leno returned as host of The Tonight Show. His final show was February 6, 2014, and Leno hosted 4,610 times. His predecessor, Johnny Carson, hosted The Tonight Show 4,531 times. Mm. So uh, that's uh, many, many nights there of many show. Of course, I don't know, were they the type of guys that would perform two shows or record two shows in one day? I don't know. I, I don't think so. Not like... Not like a game show would, no, like uh, not. Wheel of Fortune. I know they were, they've been known to do that. Yeah. So as uh, of the one that Steve Harvey hosts, mm-hmm. they'll per, like do three or four shows in one day. Yeah, they'll bang them out. But I think the Tonight Show is the Tonight Show, and yeah. those once would involve a once a night, once, once a, a night. day, once a night. You got it. Yeah. And uh, that's our uh, back in the day in history, March first today. All right, sounds great. We have call. Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. Well, to answer your question, Bonnie, they usually record like the Tonight Show or Late Night or something like that around like four o'clock in the afternoon. I have heard and, that because and they tape yeah. it and then they replay it at eleven thirty-five. Yeah, because that's how they do it daily. Pe- people that have gone to see like David Letterman in New York said they'll be standing out there like at uh, three o'clock in the yes. afternoon to actually get in. So when you're watching it, that was recorded earlier when it's daylight out, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing. But you gotta, yeah. but you gotta ha- watch it. At at night. You gotta watch you it have at to, that 10 o'clock. It's not right if you don't. <laughs> yeah, right? It would be called the Tonight Show if it was shown during the day. Call it the Today Show. Night. The Today Show at night. To get that real <laughs> nighttime feel, right? I think even, what about the ladies like on, say, the talk? I've always wanted, maybe, I don't think I want to be on, no, I, it's the view I wouldn't want to be on. And the talk I certainly wouldn't want to be on now because that show has just gone to the sewer. Of. <laughs> it, has it? I will say it, yeah. Wow. Flush but, it right down the toilet. Oh, my gosh. But I used to want to be on that one, like, say, so they're, those ladies are out in California. They got a guy on there, too, now. They got a couple of dudes on it. But um, <laughs> So their day must start. We're seeing that show about maybe 3 in the afternoon. So are they, I bet they're airing it. I bet they're actually doing it about 10 or 11 I in the morning. I think they tape at 10 in the morning and yeah. they air yeah. at 3. Yeah, I think you're right. Or like I, I think in some cases they even do it live, but uh, yeah. usually I think they tape it earlier during the day. Yeah. Not what a, I was going to yeah. say was you're, you're getting old when the girl that you had on your wall is now 60 years old, Catherine Brock. Fox. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she said, I was like, you, when you said that, I'm like, really? She's 60 now? I, yeah. I guess I'm getting old because that was like the the second poster I ever had on my wall. Wow. So, and they, yeah. Yeah. And how dare they use Cindy Crawford in, uh, it was the Jumanji movie that I watched, because he's in Jumanji, and he comes out some, how many years later, and they ask him who's super hot right now, the super hot girl is, and mm-hmm. he says, Cindy Crawford. And they're like, man, dude, Cindy Crawford's like like 52 now. Like, oh, yeah, like. <laughs> but she's still hot, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I still have her on my wall. Well, I used to have a Christy McNichol poster on my wall when I was a teenager. I bet you had B. Arthur, too. Yes, I did. Thank you very much. On that note, I'm going to let you go. i got to finish up this segment. I will hey, talk Bonnie. to you later, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Bonnie, I'm bringing... Dirt soda in tomorrow for us to try. Well, you can go on with your bad self, and you can have it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll bring in, with dirt soda, maybe I'll bring in a little rum. 
rum oh, in the dirt okay. soda. Yeah, bring yeah, a little yeah. rum in. Sure, why Make not? Make it sweet. Not? Bring a little rum in. All right, Phil, we'll talk <laughs> to you tomorrow. Right, All right, bye. bye-bye now. It's National Pancake Day, folks, so make sure and go out and get a uh, get a stack of uh, pancakes along with National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Mm, not for you, right? No, but, not um, for me. And, of course, it's Fat Tuesday, and we all know what that means. There'll be a partying down in uh, in Nolens, as they say. Right on. Uh, let yeah. me see what else is today. It's National Black Women in Jazz in the Arts Day. It's where we honor African American women in the in the arts of jazz. It's National mm-hmm. Pig Day. Wow. National Oink Oink Day. Perfect time to celebrate how much pigs have become part of the American culture. This wow. is another good one, Bonnie. Yeah. National Sportsmanship Day. Oh, it's yeah. a day you're yeah. supposed to show good sportsmanship, so good. I'm sure they'll do that at the ball field today. I know. And with those tickets, too, going on sale for the St. Lucie Mets today, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a positive spirit of things. I like that because yeah. uh, St. Lucie Mets season is supposed to start on time from what I understand. You know, at least one measure of Something baseball can. is. Yeah. And that's that gives you a good feeling. Yeah. It's also National Wedding Planning Day, so it's a day that you... Uh, plan your wedding is what they say. Today's the day you're supposed to plan out your wedding. So, like, if you're getting married, like, how much time should you do in planning a wedding? They how, say how it long? takes six months to a year yeah. to plan a wedding to make sure because there's an outline that you follow, like, what you do at the six-month mark, mm-hmm. the five, the four, the three, the two, the one-month mark, you and all that good stuff. You want to make sure that all your guests can come, and definitely all of the people in your wedding party, that they can attend and mm-hmm. maybe get their gowns or whatever they have to do at Yeah, all time. the formal attire and stuff yeah. like that. It's also National Share a Smile Day along with World Compliment Day. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So make sure, share a smile with somebody, and also when you're... Walking down the road, if you're in the mall today and you see somebody, just tell them how nice that sweater or that jacket or the T-shirt looks or just like, Bonnie, you know what? Your hair Mm -hmm. looks incredible today. (laughs) It's National Compliment Day. (laughs) Thank you. So I'm paying Um, you a compliment. Oh, I know who I'm going to be complimenting later. Um, Tony um, saying, what a fine job you did on my oil change, Tony. Oh, you got your oil done? I'm going to get it done this morning. Oh, okay. Very nice. So make sure and pay him a nice compliment. Absolutely. There you go. 723 News Time on the Get Up and Go Show. Let's get right to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The so-called Don't Say Gay Bill is headed for the full state Senate. The Parental Rights and Education Act bars teachers from discussing sexual orientation or gender identity in grades K through 3. Senator Jason Piso questions the bill's purpose. Concern about discussions at that grade level or that topic or that subject, if it's generally accepted that you can't become gay. The measure advanced yesterday after approval by the Senate Appropriations Committee. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis visited Indian River County on Monday afternoon to award an infrastructure grant to the city of Felsmere, speaking at C.J. Cannon's restaurant on Cherokee Drive in Vero Beach. The governor announced a $750,000 grant through the state's rural 
Infrastructure Fund. The money will be used to accommodate new industrial business by extending the sewer systems at the commerce parks. The governor on Monday also awarded Broward County 800000 for rental assistance and better Internet access for residents in Pompano Beach and Sunrise, as well as $2.9 million to Monroe County for improvements to Rowall's Waterfront Park in Key Largo. More than a dozen Cuban immigrants, or migrants that is, are in custody. After making landfall in the Florida Keys, officials say 13 people were taken into federal custody after landing Sunday night in Key West. U.S. Border Patrol's Miami sector said the migrants were part of a maritime smuggling event and arrived in a homemade boat. Two liftoffs are scheduled on the Space Coast this week. United Launch Alliance is expected to launch an Atlas V rocket carrying a new weather satellite today with a two-hour launch window opening at 4.38 Eastern Time. SpaceX is planning a Thursday morning launch of a Falcon 9 rocket carrying another batch of Starlink satellites into orbit. With the start of the 2022 minor league season just over a month away, the St. Lucie Mets are pleased to announce ticketing information, game times, and key promotions for the upcoming season. Individual tickets, 10-game flex plans, and season tickets will go on sale today, uh, March 1st at 10 this morning. Tickets can be purchased on stlucymets.com. Box office hours will be announced at a later date. The Mets are scheduled to play 66 home games at Clover Park from April through September. All home series are six games that span Tuesday through Sunday. Every Monday will be an off day. Opening night at Clover Park is Tuesday, April 12th versus the Clearwater Threshers. Lastly, when President Joe Biden delivers his first State of the Union address tonight, He'll set out to reassure anxious Americans the State of the Union is strong. He'll give the much-anticipated speech amid multiple crises and to a critical point with hopes of resetting his presidency after a difficult first year in the White House. Polls show only a quarter of Americans believe the country is on the right track. Biden's own approval rating is underwater with more disapproving of his job as president than approving. He will deliver his address amid the biggest global test of his presidency, underscoring what the Ukraine crisis could mean for Americans while hailing the unity of U.S. alliances as the world confronts dangerous Russian aggression. Memphis Grizzly star Ja Morant threw down a massive dunk over seven-footer Jakob Pulte uh, knocked down a buzzer beater without touching the ground and then broke his own franchise record for points in a regular season game just two days after setting it. Morant scored 52 points on 22 of 30 shooting to help the Grizzlies beat the San Antonio Spurs 118-105 to 105 Monday night. And also winning last night, Milwaukee over Charlotte. Brooklyn Nets fall to the Toronto Raptors. Miami Heat 112 to 99. They beat the Bulls last night. Our news time is 7:27, and we'll have weather and traffic together next.
professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. 728 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has the latest. Bonnie? Well, we're just seeing some debris in the roadway right now. This is on I-95 northbound in Palm Beach Gardens at PGA Boulevard. I-95 northbound there, there's a ladder in the roadway. Otherwise, we're not finding accidents to report, and that's always a good thing. When you see traffic, give us a call at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Partly cloudy, 64 right now in Stewart. And in Westport, Ireland this morning, it's 44. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV First Alert forecast calls for afternoon temperatures today reaching the mid to upper 70s. Slightly cooler weather this afternoon thanks to a passing cool front. A few isolated showers possible throughout the day, otherwise mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday forecast. Tonight, temperatures down to the 50s and low 60s under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow morning, waking up to a little bit of rainfall towards the coast. That rain moving west throughout the afternoon with highs reaching the 80s. We're stuck in the 80s through the weekend forecast. In fact, mid-80s returning by Monday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. We're going country cats and dogs. The Catlin Foundation and Humane Society of the Treasure Coast proudly present the 2022 Paws and Claws Gala. Join us for a country cats and dogs themed event on Sunday, March 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. to benefit all the animals at your local Humane Society. Held at Colab Kitchen, a brand new urban farm and cafe in downtown Stewart, guests will enjoy premium cocktails, locally sourced cuisine, entertainment, a virtual auction, and more. Learn more at the Humane Society of the Treasure Coast website, hstc1.org. Life has taught you many lessons. Like, all you can eat is strangely unsatisfying. That's why it's better to have what you actually need. You've also learned that one size fits all never seems to fit. That's why a Cigna Medicare Advantage plan gives you care that fits your specific health needs. Learn more at CignaMedicare.com. Because life has taught you well. Cigna is contracted with Medicare for P2P plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states and with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. 
My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Today is Fat Tuesday, or as woke people know it, Plus Size Tuesday. Kim Kardashian said Kanye's behavior on social media has created tension and made her anxious. Reportedly, she was so anxious on her $150 million jet, she could barely eat her caviar. And Ukraine is using Twisted Sisters' We're Not Gonna Take It as a battle cry. Oh, we're not gonna take it. But Russia says they're headed for a heartache and living on a prayer. 80s rock war is on. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Man, I got some good stupid stuff. Pretty good stuff for a Tuesday. Phone's ringing. Stupid stuff. Where should I go? Should I flip a coin? What do you think? Uh, maybe you should give a stupid stuff. You know, since we tease that for yeah. all of our listeners. All right, and you then got it. Maybe get some feedback. All right. Well, the first one's the Paycheck Protection Program, which is intended to help businesses meet their payroll during the pandemic. But scores of people have faced charges that they use the federal loan money on extravagancies like Ferraris, Lamborghinis, jewelry. And all sorts of lavish vacations. Now, the authorities down in Miami say a woman went to another extreme, Bonnie, using part of a $15,000 paycheck protection program loan to pay a hitman. <laughs> oh. oh, brother. Yes, she used oh. the money to pay a hitman. No. Oh. Two weeks after receiving the deposit into her bank account, Man. another woman she had had a series of violent encounters with over several years was gunned down while walking into her apartment. Oh. The woman had been cooperating with prosecutors working a case against the woman who hired the hitman. Mm-hmm. So she used the money from the PPP loan to hire a hitman. Didn't you mention earlier that it is National Pig Day? <laughs> that's 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 a now that's a pig right there. I agree. It's it's it's, it's her day. With the capital P. Yeah. Oink let's, oink. Let's take a call and maybe they have a comment on this one. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. 
Hello, it's your follically challenged cousin from across the water. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. All things considered, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're bearing up under the strain, we'll say. But the reason I called in was, uh, I want to say hello, of course, and uh, wish you well. But uh, to let you know, I think there was two things you missed off of your today list. Uh, one being um, uh, St. David's Day, the patron saint of Wales. Um, uh, and the other one is the first day of spring, meteorologically speaking. Is it really the first day of spring today, Bonnie? Um, Here in Florida? Meteorologically. Oh, meteorologically it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, But they they do announce that in the mornings on the weather that today is the first day of meteorological spring. I think the first day of spring officially is around about the 20th or the 21st. 20th or the 21st. We have uh, daylight savings time coming up here too, Mark, and that's going to be the weekend of uh, March 12th. Uh, in yeah, a, in ours, a couple of I weeks. think ours is the 20th. It, it's whatever day the Sunday is. It's 2 a.m. on the Sunday morning. Our clock spring forward one hour, and we call it British summertime. Yeah, British summertime. I like that. <laughs> and, and is it really yeah, summertime at that moment in Britain, or do you, do they just say it is, and then you really have more winter like my uh, friends do up in the North Woods? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit like a Paul Tuckett Phil or whatever his name is, you know. Uh, We've got to cast a shadow and, uh, oh, over here, you, you never know if you're seeing a shadow. Okay. I mean, when it's not raining here, it's because there's fog. Okay. Yeah. All right. How's the family, by the way, very quickly? Uh, family's very well. Uh, my oldest daughter's now started her own business. She has a, a proper premises now, so she's doing rather well. My uh, youngest daughter's still working in the city of London, and me and my wife are just uh, looking forward to old age. So that, oh, that's, that's that in brief. Well, that's a good thing, and you can retire and collect that uh, Social Security check, right? Uh, oh, what my pension? Uh, yeah, we don't get Social Security. Oh, that's right. I uh, forgot. Over in no, England, they don't do that. will be a pension. I've got all my old, uh, my old uh, business pensions right. from years gone past, where I frugaled away. I lived frugally and right. squirreled away all my hard-earned cash. All right. Well, please give the family our best and tell, uh, send regards to to the girls and the and the lovely wife. Well, I certainly will, and I appreciate you giving me the time of day, as always. No problem. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, Mark. And Enjoy. You. Thank you. God You're bless. Welcome. That's our good friend, Mark Hales, from across the pond, yeah. joining us this morning, giving us an update on what's happening over there. Just got to love his friendly voice. I and, do. I really you know, do. That beautiful accent, really too, do. that he has. Bonnie, a Leesburg doctor was arrested recently Wednesday morning, accused of battering a semi an unconscious patient with her own hand, according to the police report. Well, oh this my. is Leesburg, this is, Florida. This is just not right. And this is a. Did you say doctor? Yes, a a, a, a doctor was arrested Wednesday morning, accused of battering a semi-unconscious patient with its own hand. Yes, mm, its own hand. The patient's hand. So, in other words, let me read this so we make sure we get this right. I can't even pronounce the name, but the the person who's 44 years old was taken into custody at his workplace, which is the UF Health Leesburg. After his co-workers described the incident to officers, records show, a staff member acknowledged to police that a common practice 
to verify a patient's unconscious state is to drop their hand over their face, and if the patient is alert, they will either move or stop their hand yeah. to prevent it from striking their own face. Okay, sounds like a little uh, test, like a reflex test yeah, or something. Right. Well, the victim told a nursing supervisor that she could hear and see the doctor tell her she was faking, mocking her, yet was unable to speak or physically resist the force he was using. The victim suffered significant injury to her vase involving swelling, redness, and bruising to the left eye, and the doctor faces three counts of misdemeanor battery charges in the alleged incident. So what they're claiming is that this doctor took this patient's hand and slapped made it like slap its own face and the patient was coherent enough supposedly to, coherent to remember yes. that the doctor kind of mocking and yeah. making fun of a little bit yeah and and actually some abuse there yeah sounds like yeah huh that's just so wrong yeah it's so wrong. It's like if you can't trust your doctor, you wonder who can you trust. What's right? today, Bonnie? It's National What Day? Pig. There you day. go. There's another pig for you. I agree. There's yeah. there's our second pig yeah. for the day. Um, a man in France was desperate enough to try using a multi-wave band jammer to temporarily cut off the internet connection at his house. A multi-wave band jammer yes say that 10 times fast on a shot of rum (laughs) but he didn't just cut off the internet to his place he shut it off for the whole town (laughs) all right jammers interfere with telecommunication signals and they're very illegal in france as well as in the united states still people get caught using them all the time now it's unclear what went wrong but once they traced the outage back to this guy, uh-huh. he was arrested. Oh. He's looking at six months in jail and a fine of up to $34,000. I wonder if they have a little witness protection program for the town where he can hide for a while. I don't until know. this all goes away. He's going to need <laughs> if to. If it ever goes away. Yeah, he's going to need to. He told police it was an accident and he was trying to block the internet just to his house between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m. So his kids would go to bed finally. It's unclear if he'll catch a break or get the maximum punishment. I hope he gets the break because it sounds like it could be an accident. You know. I agree. I agree. Now, a buddy, a, a buddy of mine, I'm not going to mention name or business, but he had one of those jammers in his store. Mm. And when people would come into his store and he would try to talk to them, they yeah. were constantly... On their phones doing things. Mm -hmm. So what he did was when he had people come in and he saw them on the cell phone, he would activate his jammer and then block their phones and they had to engage with him. And they couldn't understand why their phones stopped working. (laughs) Did he have the power to do that just in his store? Only in his store. store. It was set up in his store only. Yeah. That's the way he set it up. Not for a whole neighborhood or a whole block Uh or something like that. I wonder if like a restaurant could do that too. Like, you know. You could. If they don't like their patrons, you know, just talking on their phones when yeah. they go out to eat. Mm-hmm. I wonder if a restaurant would ever do that sort of thing. Is it is it illegal? Or it is, is... Jammers are illegal. 
Uh-huh. But you you buy these things, they're all over the internet. Wow. And they just ship them right to you and then you can use them. Yeah. So a lot of police agencies will uh will use these uh for police work. I wonder if they could like use one of these jammers maybe in the uh Russian Ukraine thing to mm. you know, put a slowdown on the Russians maybe and put a jammer on their uh systems and internet. Or on their whole lifestyle over there. Yeah. Just to get things back to normal, so to speak. Oh man for them. There was a picture of the <laughs> banks. I saw a picture of the bank and like nothing happening in their banks, no workers and everything looked quiet. You know, with the uh, sanctions that countries are putting on them, with their with their rubble, yeah. we call it the 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 money is a rubble, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's terrible, terrible. Uh, Seven forty-four. That's your uh, stupid news for a Tuesday. From the stupid stuff, it's now time to turn to the serious stuff. Bonnie's standing by at the news desk. It's all brought to you by. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie has the headlines this morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's so-called don't-say-gay bill is making its way to the state Senate. Senator Dennis Baxley presented the House version of the Parental Rights and Education Act to the Senate Appropriations Committee. What I'm for and what this bill is for and why I'm carrying this bill is parents need to be in charge. Students are not wards of the state. The committee approved the bill after rejecting an amendment which would have changed the wording from sexual orientation or gender identity to human sexuality or sexual activity. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting that COVID-19 hospitalizations have dropped below 3,000 in Florida. Just over 2,900 inpatients had COVID-19 on Monday, down from 4,100 a week earlier. The defense team was dealt a defeat Monday in the case of Sammy Williams Jr., the homeless drifter accused of stabbing a Palm Beach Gardens teenager to death. Here's WPTV's Contact 5 investigator Michael Bushner with details. The first-degree murder case where prosecutors are seeking the death penalty, but for the time being, the case against Sammy Williams Jr. is no longer in front of a criminal court judge. A judge today sent the case to a mental health court to determine Williams' competency. I think I am going to transfer this so I don't make it any different from any other first-degree murder case that's sent to the mental health court. Now, Williams' public defender wanted to keep all of the proceedings before the same court, which will preside over the capital murder trial. Williams is accused of stabbing to death Ryan Rogers as the teen was on a bike ride last November 15th. His attorneys say Williams is unable to help in his defense because of his mental illness. Now, two mental health experts will now evaluate Williams to determine if the homeless drifter is competent to stand trial for first-degree murder. Williams is being housed in the mental health unit of the Palm Beach County Jail. Well, some bars and liquor stores are using a potent way to punish Russia for invading Ukraine. They're pulling Russian vodka off their shelves and promoting Ukrainian brands instead. I woke up Friday morning and I saw that Russia had invaded Ukraine. You wonder what you can do, said Bob Quay, owner of Bob's Bar in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The U.S. obviously is putting on sanctions. I thought I would put on sanctions as well. So he rid his shelves of the old Soviet brand Stoliknaya and started promoting Ukraine's Vector. We had a sign above it that says, support Ukraine, he said. Quay announced the move on Facebook and said it blew up 
We've got people coming in who've never been in the bar before. Stoli, owned by the Russian-born tycoon Yuri Scheffler, is actually made in Latvia. On its website, the Stoli Group said it stands for peace in Europe and in solidarity with the Ukrainian people. With the start of the 2022 minor league season just over a month away, the St. Lucie Mets are pleased to announce ticketing information, game times, and key promotions for the upcoming season. Individual tickets, 10-game flex plans, and season tickets will go on sale today, starting this morning at 10. Yes, and tickets can be purchased on stlucymets.com. Box office hours will be announced at a later date. Two liftoffs are scheduled on the Space Coast this week. United Launch Alliance is expected to launch an Atlas V rocket carrying a new weather satellite today with a two-hour launch window opening at 4.38 Eastern Time. SpaceX is planning a Thursday morning launch of a Falcon 9 rocket carrying another batch of Starlink satellites into orbit. Lastly, the 2022 Florida Strawberry Festival is returning to Plant City. The 11-day event runs from Thursday through March 11th with entertainment, livestock shows, carnival rides, and exhibits. Russia has been kicked out of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar by FIFA after the world governing body and the European Association, UEFA, issued a joint statement to confirm that all Russian national teams and clubs have been suspended until further notice following the invasion of Ukraine. Amid growing pressure from European nations and the International Olympic Committee, FIFA and UAFA confirmed Monday that Russia would have no involvement in the upcoming World Cup playoffs. Russia were due to play Poland in a semifinal ahead of a potential final against Sweden or the Czech Republic in March, and that the Russian women's team would be removed from the European Championships due to be staged in England in July. Our news time is 7.49, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. In retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. 7.50 right now is the time on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking? Well, Evan, we see a vehicle crash with injuries, and this one is in St. Lucie County this morning. It's on the turnpike southbound up in Fort Pierce at mile marker 156, just right around Orange Avenue. Turnpike southbound in Fort Pierce, that vehicle crash. Uh, no roadblock from it at the moment. Uh, back here in Martin County, the roads are looking fine. Uh, we're not finding any accident right here on our major highways right now. If you see traffic, let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. It's 64 degrees. It's partly cloudy in Palm City this morning. In Bowie, Maryland, a clear sky and 28. Here's our weather from WPTV. 
Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for afternoon temperatures today reaching the mid to upper 70s. Slightly cooler weather this afternoon thanks to a passing cool front. A few isolated showers possible throughout the day, otherwise mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday forecast. Tonight, temperatures down to the 50s and low 60s under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow morning, waking up to a little bit of rainfall towards the coast. That rain moving west throughout the afternoon with highs reaching the 80s. We're stuck in the 80s through the weekend forecast. In fact, mid-80s returning by Monday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Country Cats and Dogs, the Catsman Foundation and Humane Society of the Treasure Coast proudly present the 2022 Paws and Claws Gala. Join us for a Country Cats and Dogs themed event on Sunday, March 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. to benefit all the animals at your local Humane Society. Held at Colab Kitchen, a brand new urban farm and cafe in downtown Stewart, guests will enjoy premium cocktails, locally sourced cuisine, entertainment, a virtual option, and more. Learn more at the Humane Society of the Treasure Coast website, hstc1.org. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Ellie's Downtown Deli is looking for fresh new faces with great outgoing personality and willing to work as a big team. Ellie's Original Downtown Deli and Ellie's Dockside Deli are looking for you. Ellie's is a fast-paced, busy operation that is looking for counter help, to-go packaging, waitresses and waiters, kitchen prep and cooks. Reach out now and set up your appointment at 772-781-6605 or email chefmarkmuller at gmail.com. Hi, this is President Donald Trump, and I'd like to invite you to join me at the American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the Florida Live Arena. We'll be live and in person along with my son Don, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and many other incredible patriots. We will be talking about how to defend our jobs, our borders, our liberty, and our God-given rights. I hope you'll join me in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th. It's the only time this event will be coming to South Florida. If you want to sign up to get your tickets for the American Freedom Tour, you have to go to AmericanFreedomTour.com and do it right away. I think they're going to be selling very quickly, and I hope to see you there. I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Go to AmericanFreedomTour.com for tickets as low as $9. The American Freedom Tour in Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, March 19th at the FLA Live Arena. Once again, that's AmericanFreedomTour.com. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. 
Today in Ag News from a Southeast Agnet, we've heard how U.S. Ag exports set new records last year, and according to USDA, they could be even better this year. Clint Thompson has the story. U.S. agricultural exports produced record results in 2021. The fiscal year 2022 forecast is projected to even eclipse that $177 billion number. Daniel B. Whitley, an administrator in the USDA Foreign Agricultural Service, said projections are forecast for $183.5 billion for FY 2022. And this speaks to the reputation of American agriculture and the demand for American agricultural products all around the world. And we think it's because of the performance of all of our critical industries in the trade space that have performed over and over and over again, regardless of the conditions of the trading environment, that we can be seen upon as a reliable supplier. And I think this forecast will, can easily be realized. And to be honest, I think the race for 200 is on. I don't know how many years it'll take us, but I think we're now on the race for 200 in the next few years. These exports are literally on fire. The projection would shatter the $172.2 billion mark Set in FY 2021. For more information, see southeastagnet.com. For Southeast Agnet, I'm Clint Thompson. I'm Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed. Everyone knows Florida grows the world's best produce. From citrus to strawberries, watermelon to blueberries, our produce growers feed our families and the world. With over $125 million in annual revenue for growers, the Fresh from Florida program helps Florida farmers stay competitive in a tough marketplace. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Yes, sirree. It is a fat Tuesday here on the program. We're enjoying ourselves minus the alcohol this morning right bonnie oh you know it we we never include that no. in in our breakfast us no never <laughs> never you know the mimosas go go good though once in a while right those mimosas with, with the champagne and some orange juice did you just say champagne i did <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, what who was it kelly bundy used to say uh Sagney? Oh, yeah, Lasagne, that's another one. That's another one. There's, there's a couple of them out there. Um, Lasagne, Champagne. Wednesday. Wednesday. Wedne- oh, Wednesday, yeah, for Wednesday. Yeah, because yeah. that one's always tripped me right. out, you know, like the How way- about February is, some people will pronounce it February. February. Yeah, that's um, another one. Fe- but February is the correct way to really pronounce it. Well, it's pronounced F-E-B-R-U-A-R-Y, but a lot of people don't do February. They'll just say, say Feb- February. Feb- February. Yeah. The R silent. I must be weird then because I'm the one that enunciates that one. I will say February. That's all right. You're not yeah. weird. It's yeah. normal. I guess uh, different strokes for different folks. There you go. That was a TV show. Yeah. Somebody did, um, I think somebody did tell me one time I might have been saying Akron, Ohio, and I should know better because I'm I'm from Northwest more. Uh Uh-huh. Akron. I think it's Akron. It's Akron. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say Hobie Sound. 
I see that. A lot of people say Hobie Sound instead of yeah. Hobe Sound. Yes. And Why? I didn't make that mistake when I came here because uh, somebody corrected me right away. There was a town in Wisconsin that I mispronounced that you actually corrected me on. I think it was Wa- Wasa or... Waukesha. Waukesha, and I called it Wakosha or something like that. Wakisha, you were probably calling it the girl's name. Wakisha. But it is Wakasha. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's okay that you did that because I heard, oh, one, wow. of, I heard one of the um, national announcers mm-hmm. on one of our stations. Yeah. The, you know, the big one with the, the super big. Yeah. I heard him mispronounce Wakasha. Quite a few times in a news story. We're WSTU Stewart. A passionate plea in Europe's parliament. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, from Ukraine's president. We are exactly the same as you are. So do prove that you are with us. Fox's Simon Owen has more live from London. Dave, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky received a standing ovation from the European Parliament as he addressed the chamber on a video link. Nobody's going to break us. We're strong. We're Ukrainians. Zelensky spoke through a translator who was emotional as the president described new deadly missile strikes. We're fighting just for our land and for our freedom. The EU has pledged in an unprecedented move to send weapons to Ukraine. Zelensky has asked the bloc to admit Ukraine as a member. Dave? Simon, a Russian convoy of tanks and forces 40 miles long on its way to the capital, Kiev, on the second biggest Ukrainian city. The missile makes a direct right on a regional uh, municipal administrative building there. One source says it was an attempt to uh, get rid of local leaders. No word on casualties, but the uh, visuals of the destruction are plain to see. Uh, we do know that there were many civilian casualties in the town of Kharkiv as it was subject to uh, relentless and indiscriminate bombing. That's Fox's Mike Tobin in Lviv. All that's expected to be a big topic for President Biden, the State of the Union address, but not the only one tonight. You will hear President Biden talk directly about inflation tonight. Of course, that is a huge issue on the minds of Americans. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the pitch to Americans and to Congress will be to confirm the president's nominees to the Federal Reserve and proposals the administration say will bring down costs. Fox's Jared Halpern. The polls just opening now in Texas for the nation's first primaries in this congressional election year. And baseball talks went past 2 a.m. Owners of players will do it later today, trying to end the lockout before they push back the start of the season. America's listening to Fox News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The U.N. is demanding Russia stop its invasion, with the Ukrainian ambassador addressing the General Assembly, reading a text message a Russian soldier sent his mother. We are 
подряд каждый по мирным мотивам. Нам сказали, что они нас будут приветствовать. Мама мне очень тяжело. Мама, Russian Ambassador Vasily Nebenzia called the expulsion a hostile act by the Americans. Gernal Scott, Fox News. On Wall Street, they could be selling at the opening. Dow futures are down more than 200 points as markets fall in Europe. And oil surges again up 5%, now over 100 bucks a barrel. But in New Orleans... It's a festive morning full of parades and parties. Today is Fat Tuesday, a time of indulgence ahead of the Christian season of Lent, the 40-day fasting period that leads up to Easter. It's the last day of carnival season and the day before Ash Wednesday. Last year, the iconic Mardi Gras parades were canceled in New Orleans due to COVID, but this year they're back. More parades are planned there today with city-issued COVID guidelines in place, including a mask mandate for indoor spaces and a COVID vaccination or negative test. That's Tanya J. Powers. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Hi, this is Michael Burley of Peak Capital Management. Every month we're hosting live educational retirement planning events. Some are in-person workshops and some are online webinars. Whatever works best for you, you're invited. And here's what's coming up. Join Michael and the team of Peak Capital Management for a Social Security Workshop Thursday, March 3rd, 6 p.m. at IRSC in Stewart. And Wednesday, March 9th, 6 p.m. at the Hope Sound Public Library. Did you know there's over 500 ways to claim your Social Security? Claiming the wrong strategy can leave over $100,000 on the table during the course of your retirement. Learn how to claim the best strategy for you. We'd love to have you attend one of our next educational events in person or online. Whatever works best for you. Call 772-334-9592 at 772-334-9592 or visit Peak Capital Management. I can't seem to find a local printer that understands my needs. I had the same problem until I found Sam at Sky's the Limit Printing in Port St. Lucie. He actually took the time to discuss ideas and make recommendations to fit my budget. It seems the other shops just wanted to take my order without asking me what I was trying to accomplish. Do they sell all types of printing like business cards, postcards, car magnets, and direct mail? They sure do. They designed everything for me and more. Plus, I felt confident with Sam and his team. I'm so glad I mentioned this to you. I tried to do it online, and they wanted me to design everything myself and couldn't get advice or talk to a person. I needed help figuring out what's best for my business also, and that's exactly what Sam did. Call Sky's the Limit at 772-340-1090. Call now. They have a special where you buy 1,000 cards and get 1,500 free. That's 2,500 cards for just $89 plus tax and design at Sky's the Limit. I'll call them right now, 772-340-1090. So happy I asked you. I'm going to call Sam at Sky's the Limit right now.
Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer, and happy Fat Tuesday Day, as they say. Are you avoiding reality? Yeah, I'm avoiding a little bit of reality today, sorry. Are you like a stalker or something? No stalker here, okay, Dr. Phil? Are you taking medication? Yes, I'm on medication, except I skipped it this morning, okay? It's 8.08 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time, please? It's now 8.08 a.m. H O eight, as the old clock on the wall says, that's not about all because our very special guest is the one and only Chief Deputy John Budensey. John, good morning to you. Good morning to you all. How are you this morning? Good we- morning, Chief Deputy Budensey. We're fine over here, and hope you are as well. Glad to have you this morning. Good to be on. Missed you all next or last week. Yeah, I had a late night last week doing a wedding, so I was granted uh, uh, a reprieve, and they gave me the morning off, but I definitely wouldn't miss you uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, Missing you is like a day without sunshine, I will say that much. (laughs) Well, you're one of the few that say that, so uh, it's flattering. Well, I speak speak the truth, because we really, truly enjoy you. You bring a lot of insight, a lot of good topics, and a lot of information, a wealth of information for the listeners here in Martin County, and I thought we would uh, start out the conversation about that large grow house that burned down to the ground. Yes, that was quite a uh, bizarre set of circumstances. In the state of Florida now, I think you know this, there is a legal way to harvest marijuana. It takes a lot of money. But there are certain permits issued for legal marijuana growers. In fact, there was a legal marijuana grow, a large one, not three miles from the one that burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. One that burned clearly was illegal. Our fire rescue and our our law enforcement officers were dispatched to a fire, not knowing what they were headed to. They ended up at this large fire with with. Uh, nitrous oxide exploding and propane tanks exploding and a lot of electrical issues going um, quickly by the smell of the smoke, they realized that, that it was something was amiss. It smelled like one big marijuana joint burning out there in the middle of the field. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to see Cheech and Chong out there somewhere? Uh, well, I joked with the fire rescue guys that, you know, they're probably high for three days, but all kidding aside, they did have to come back and do first report of injuries for their exposure to it. It was, yeah. it was a real deal. Um, but we found out that this was a clandestine marijuana grow. It was enormous in size. And a little background on me, I worked almost all my career in narcotics. I've been at every major marijuana grow in the last 25 years in Park County. Mm-hmm. This, this eclipsed all of them, much larger than any of them. Um, 35 AC units attached to this thing to keep it cool. Hundreds of grow lights, probably 600 plants growing in. It was a massive marijuana grow. Wow. 
And uh, yeah. huge. Back, back to the electrical side of it, we soon learned that all the power was stolen. Somebody, uh, probably a master electrician or a former, uh, you know, worker like an FPL worker, was able to climb up to the power line, tap into that main power line, and steal all the power that was going into that. That grow house. I'm picturing like an operation in uh, Breaking Bad, uh, the thing that ran on Netflix, only that was with a, a meth operation, but this being with a marijuana operation, I, I'm picturing something that huge or that large. It was. It, it, it was quite impressive. There was a, a small farmhouse there. We did a search one on that house. You could see where they had left in a hurry. But in the living room, there were bunk beds and about seven beds throughout the small little house. The whole house was dedicated to cultivation and packaging of marijuana. Let me ask you a question because you brought up a, a, a point and we laughed a little bit about it. But when you go to something like that and you smell the smoke and you're, you inhale it, I mean, how do the, the firefighters and, and the first responders – deal with with something like that about uh, avoiding getting high from from the fumes the firefighters their, their air packs or respirators all that stuff not to inhale smoke in the first place right law enforcement we don't have any of that so we just stand back and let them do their job until the fire's out and then we move in and do the investigation so their exposure rate while they were exposed was less significant than i than i joked about but, um, yeah, it's certainly an issue. I mean, we, secondhand smoke is real. You can get high on it. You gotta, you need to inhale a decent amount of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming everybody was fine through that process. So like when you found this operation, did, did I, maybe I missed something. Was everybody, you said beds were bare or were all of the people gone? Like There was a barn and a house. The barn burned to the ground, the house. You could tell they left in a in a hurry. Oh man! In so, like any idea where they resided from? Were they residing here? Were they coming here from somewhere else, maybe to work? We've done some research, and the property was owned by a Cuban national out of Miami. And we've done a little more research, a little criminal investigation, and we are working on positively identifying these people. But it looks like they were just here solely to grow marijuana and and for the most part lived elsewhere, except when they came up here and tended their marijuana growth. But it was kind of, kind of you know, in this day and age when, like I said, you can get a permit. I know it costs a lot of money, but they mm-hmm. grow marijuana. The price of marijuana is down because it's readily accessible. It was kind of weird to have such a large clandestine grow right here in Indian Town, Florida. Like, say, if somebody wanted to grow some marijuana here and, like, they had a farm, um, would they just need a simple permit for that? Or would they not be permitted to do it if they had, like, too big of an area, like, too too large of acres? I'm, I guess this is all, like, way above my head because, like, I'm not sure, like, how can you grow marijuana illegally and how big of an operation maybe can you have? Well, you can't grow any marijuana illegally. Oh, you can't? Okay. See, that's a, how much I know. <laughs> and I'm not trying le- to grow any. I hope not, Bonnie. 
So in the state of Florida, you can't grow for personal use. They do it a lot out in California and other states, but we can't do it here in Florida. So that's out. You can't mm-hmm. grow your own plants. But out in any town, there's 200,000 square foot legal marijuana grow. And they produce oils and raw marijuana buds, and they sell it at dispensaries. That's the proper way to do it. Now, those permits to grow on a large scale like that are hard to come by. They cost millions of dollars, from what mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's really no reason for these clandestine operations. Now, what happened to the barn is burnt down to the ground, so there's no, there's nothing left out there but just everything has been burned burned to bits, correct? Yes, except the outside, like like I said, there's 35 AC units and right. plus some evidence here, yes. Now, what happens to the house? Is the house going to be destroyed? Um, obviously, it, it becomes property of uh, Martin County Sheriff's Office, right? No, it's really not that easy. The uh, owner of the property can claim that they had no idea what was going on. Okay. It was subleased to someone else. It's not that easy to seize property. And did they steal, like, electricity, too? Weren't they stealing uh, the electric? Thousands of dollars worth of electricity. So, like, who... Who owes them? Who owes that money then? Or does the owner of that property owe money on the electricity they stole? Maybe. Well, here's the problem: they they were crafty in the way that they did it, and they tapped in before the meter, so there's no way to quantify exactly how much mm. electricity was stolen. Wow. Wow. That's and when we ran there, yeah. I mean, we're talking about running just real quick on marijuana. Marijuana is a balancing act. You have to have lights to trick the plant into growing but the lights create so much heat that it'll kill the plant, so you have to have the AC to balance the heat that the lights create. So it's a constant balancing act of light and coolness. Wow. Well, running 35 AC units and having 100 metal halide lights burning all the time, mm-hmm. that's thousands of dollars a month in an AC bill. That's crazy. Probably up to $10,000 a month. Well, that is that's, that's crazy. The tapped into the pole was before the meter, so there was no way for FP&L to quantify exactly how much power was lost yeah yeah let's uh shift gears a little bit get uh get away from the marijuana and talk a little bit about aggressive driving that is an ongoing issue anywhere you go these days isn't it it is but especially lately it's been compounded with how much the volume of traffic that we have on the streets and we've seen that pretty much since covid kicked in it seems like uh the northerners just stay here. They don't go back north. So there's a lot of pressure on our roads, and that coupled with people driving like um, like poor drivers, I'll leave it at that, um, it's created some problems for us. And we've had a lot of serious crashes already this year. We've had eight fatalities already, which is a lot. We normally run year-long between 25 fatalities, mm-hmm. 25, 25 and 30 fatalities. is too much, but we're already at eight. Um we had another one this morning. person might not make it. So there's a lot of pressure on the roads, and we've had a lot of issues. Our traffic guys, while we try to focus on education and not write everybody tickets, have had to become uh, more robust in the way they approach traffic enforcement. So they're issuing more citations, really making a push to try to slow drivers down and, and encourage people to obey the traffic laws. Aggressive driving also can turn into road rage, and that's where it really can get deadly, not only deadly with the aggressive driving, but deadly with the road rage as well, correct? 
Absolutely. We have not had a case here locally that I can remember, but we it's not that uncommon for our 911 center to get a call, fender bender crash, and right. fighting, and our deputies show up and they're breaking up a fight first before they investigate the crash. So, yeah, that's not uncommon for really not uncommon. Sometimes it happens weekly where there's a road rage and mm-hmm. someone's flashing a gun or mm-hmm. fingers that they shouldn't be. It, yeah. I mean, that's, it's a lot. So it's pointless. John, in my final minute, I, I wanted to touch on something that we spoke about quite a few months ago. Um, it was the unfortunate circumstance that the gentleman um, had woke up in the middle of the night and he um, shot and killed his um, wife. his wife, and I think yes. there was a child in the home or something like that. Yes. Um, and then they they finally brought formal charges against him. That was a very long investigation, wasn't it? It was. We our detectives spent a lot of time really doing what we would call murder control. They would hear because what we were looking for from the onset was. Was there a motive for a homicide in this case? Right. If Epi show up, wife's been shot, story makes sense, but it's our responsibility to thoroughly vet out the story. Mm-hmm. So we went through everything. We went from, we checked DNA of the child, we checked bank accounts, phone records, did search warrants on all the devices to see if there was any communication with another lady, all that proved not to be the case that took a lot of time to do that mm-hmm. that coupled with people calling in saying hey i know they had a domestic issue that night i know they were out at a bar drinking we had to track down all that information as it came to us right when it all boiled down to it it does appear that it was an accidental shooting however there was enough thought and process that went into it he was charged with culpable negligence manslaughter and the reason was when he heard a noise in his house, he woke up, felt over in the bed. Turns out it ended up being his dog. He thought it was his wife. Walked to the nightstand, loaded his gun, walked down to the edge of the, the bed, kind of did a, a, a tactical crawl down the edge of the wall, and as the door opened, he fired a shot, which ended up, unfortunately, killing his wife. Now, he is a professional hunter from what the... Uh the uh, stories were saying, so if anything, he should have known, uh, I guess, known better, they said? The long and short of it, yeah, yes, he is a hunter. And the long and short of it is never under any circumstances do you shoot at something that you haven't already identified. And that's why he was charged. And didn't it kind of boil down to that at the time he was aware that his wife and son were physically in the house? Yeah, yes, of course. But like I said, what what it boiled down to is you don't shoot at something that you haven't positively identified. It could have been a son. Unfortunately, in this case, it was his yeah. wife. Yeah. And so that's the charge. And now it's in the court's hands. We'll let them and the jury figure out, you know, what the penalty is going to be. I understand that he's already suffered. I already get that. He's had a penalty worse than any penalty he could face in jail. Yeah, yeah. But it's not something we could just let pass right 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 the uh the he'll as they say he will have his day in court in front of a jury and the jury will ultimately make that decision on what should happen to him that's correct 
bad case all the way around. Though. Yeah, it really yeah. is, really is, really is. That's Chief Deputy John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. He always gives us some fantastic insight uh, from the prior week or two uh, events that have gone on in Martin County. John, it's always a pleasure uh, to have you on with uh, Bonnie and myself. We love having you on the show. Enjoyed it. Y'all have a great week. All right, you have a great week, too, as well. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,918.60 an ounce. And silver opening up $24.58 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty four news time. Let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie has the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The defense team was dealt a defeat Monday in the case of Semi Williams Jr., the homeless drifter accused of stabbing Palm Beach Gardens teenager to death. A WPTV's Contact Five investigator Michael Bushner has details. The first-degree murder case where prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. But for the time being, the case against Semi Williams Jr. is no longer in front of a criminal court judge. A judge today sent the case to a mental health court to determine Williams' competency. I think I am going to transfer this so I don't make it any different from any other first-degree murder case that's sent to the mental health court. Now, Williams' public defender wanted to keep all of the proceedings before the same court, which will preside over the capital murder trial. Williams is accused of stabbing to death Ryan Rogers as the teen was on a bike ride last November 15th. His attorneys say Williams is unable to help in his defense because of his mental illness. Now, two mental health experts will now evaluate Williams to determine if the homeless drifter is competent to stand trial for first-degree murder. Williams is being housed in the mental health unit of the Palm Beach County Jail. The so-called Don't Say Gay bill is headed for the full state Senate. The Parental Rights in Education Act bars teachers from discussing sexual orientation or gender identity in grades K through 3. Senator Jason Piso questions the bill's purpose. What is the concern about discussions at that grade level or that topic or that subject if it's generally accepted that you can't become gay? The measure advanced yesterday after approval by the Senate Appropriations Committee. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis visited Indian River County on Monday afternoon to award an infrastructure grant to the city of Felsmere. Speaking at C.J. Cannon's restaurant in Vero Beach, the governor announced a $750,000 grant through the state's Rural Infrastructure Fund. 
The money will be used to accommodate new industrial business by extending the sewer systems at the Commerce Parks. The governor on Monday also awarded Broward County $800,000 for a rental assistance and better Internet access for residents in Pompano Beach and Sunrise, as well as $2.9 million to Monroe County for improvements to Rowell's Waterfront Park, Key Largo. When President Joe Biden delivers his first State of the Union address tonight, he'll set out to reassure anxious Americans the State of the Union is strong. He'll give the much-anticipated speech amid multiple crises and to a critical public, which hopes of, with hopes, that is, of resetting his presidency after a difficult first year in the White House. Polls show only a quarter of Americans believe the country is on the right track. Biden's own approval rating is underwater, with more disapproving of his job as president than approving. And lastly, in addition to the quarterly test of the outdoor warning system for the St. Lucie nuclear power plant on Thursday, this coming Thursday at noon, Florida Power and Light Company will conduct individual maintenance and testing on each of the 90 sirens within the 10-mile St. Lucie plant emergency planning zone. What started yesterday will run through the end of March. FPL staff will check each siren with a pre-announcement and post-announcement check and a 10-second air horn sounding. Work will be done between 8 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. each day, Monday through Friday, and this will be done for each siren one at a time until all have been checked. After a 16-hour day of meetings that stretched into early Tuesday morning, Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association moved the deadline for a new collective bargaining agreement that would save regular season games from being canceled to 5 p.m. today. Now, while the sides made progress toward a new deal during that marathon negotiation negotiating session that included more than a dozen meetings, uh, gaps remain between the sides on the competitive balance tax thresholds, minimum salary, and bonus pool for pre-arbitration player, sources said. Also on the table, the implementation of an international draft. We want to exhaust every possibility to get a deal done. A league spokesman said, now the sides plan to resume talks at 11 this morning. News time is 829 and we'll have weather and traffic together next. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. 8.30 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got another peek outside. Bonnie? Yes, on the turnpike this morning in Fort Pierce, there is a vehicle crash with injuries. And this is southbound on the turnpike at mile marker 156. You're going to see a lot of activity up in that area, but no roadblock from that accident. Now, when you see traffic, give us a call at 220-9788. 220-WSTU. 
64 degrees, partly cloudy in Port St. Lucie. On the cool note, two in Stewart this morning. We're at 66. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for afternoon temperatures today reaching the mid to upper 70s. Slightly cooler weather this afternoon thanks to a passing cool front. A few isolated showers possible throughout the day, otherwise mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday forecast. Tonight temperatures down to the 50s and low 60s under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow morning waking up to a little bit of rainfall towards the coast. That rain moving west throughout the afternoon with highs reaching the 80s. We're stuck in the 80s through the weekend forecast. In fact, mid-80s returning by Monday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, a Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Lose weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rizaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Eight thirty-four on the Get Up and Go Show, and it's time for the space report. And what a way to do a space report! Let's do it Mardi Gras style. Standing by is the king of the Mardi Gras himself, Captain Randy Mardi Gras King Seagull. Good morning, Capitan. Good morning to you, Admiral. (laughs) Well, the astronauts on board are not exactly dancing around on the space station, but they are doing a lot of work. 
They've taken blood samples and they've stowed them for future analysis. They then split up Roger Cherry and Matthias Mark from the European Space Agency, split up and started doing their own separate work on the station. Cherie spent the afternoon studying robotic mobility using the cube-shaped toaster-sized Astrobee free flyers. The astronauts investigate experiments on how they can use a hopping maneuver to minimize propellant to inform future robotic missions. Moore then set up the Fluid Science Laboratory, the PASTA experiment, that has implications for commercial applications such as pharmaceuticals, oil and fuel, paints and coating, and a lot more. The crew revved up for a pair of spacewalks that will take place in mid-March to continue modifying the laboratory's power system. Moore and flight engineer Thomas Marshburn worked on spacesuit jetpacks that astronauts used to maneuver in space should they be detached from the International Space Station during a spacewalk. Kayla Barron, she worked on payload components that support science experiments outside the station's Kibo laboratory module in their exposed facility unit. And Mark Vanderhee spent time unpacking cargo from the Cygenus space freighter. Russian cosmonauts Anton Sheplerev and Pyotr Dubrov spent a lot of their time working on science work and also preparing for maneuvers as they get ready to return to Earth. The next crew that will go to the International Space Station will be launching on March the 18th. So Vanderhee, along with cosmonauts Anton Sheplerev and Pyotr Dubrov, will be returning to Earth on March 30th. It will be just about a year that Vanderhee has been in space. Well, what happens when you have problems with Russia and sanctions that are placed by members? Russia, following a meeting with member states yesterday, said that they intend to continue their commitment to the International Space Station and to other programs. They said that even though there are problems with the Ukraine, they see no problem with continuing working on the International Space Station and working with other member states. NASA has promoted Howard Hugh to lead Orion Head for the first Artemis mission. That first Artemis mission is scheduled in just a few months which will see the launching of the Orion spacecraft to go around the moon and then return to Earth, proving that we still have the ability to go there and getting ready for the first missions by the U.S. to return to the moon. Meanwhile, on Mars, the Ingenuity helicopter has aced its 20th mission on the Red Planet. The four-pound Ingenuity landed on the floor of Jezaro Crater as NASA's life-hunting, sample-catching Perseverance rover continues to move on the Red Planet. NASA has continually maneuvered that helicopter across 1,283 feet 
at a speed of 9.8 miles per hour. So they continue great exploration on the Red Planet. Elon Musk has said that his Starlink spacecrafts are now being used in the Ukraine. He said that he has made them available for communications to be used by the Ukrainians. Russia is trying to occupy the Ukraine and the United States, along with SpaceX, is helping the Ukrainians propel the Russian forces that they're facing. A daunting task at best. NASA has awarded SpaceX three additional crew flights coming up in the coming years. The new round will extend the performance of SpaceX going to to the space station through March 31st, 2028. That's when a new space station is expected to be in orbit by private companies for astronauts to start to fly to. Yesterday, from the Baja Peninsula in New Zealand, we had a successful launch of Rocket Lab's Electron rocket, carrying a new synthetic aperture radar satellite into orbit. A Japanese Earth imaging company, Sinspestive, is developing spacecrafts for planned constellations of more than 30 small radar satellites. This afternoon, if all goes well, at 4.38 p.m., with a window extending to 6.38, an Atlas V rocket is scheduled to launch the next GOES weather satellite. It's the third next-generation geostationary weather satellite that will be parked 22,300 miles above the Earth and will give us great views during the hurricane season. Tomorrow, we'll tell you more about Rocket Lab as well as more about the new satellite. So until tomorrow, have a jolly good day. That's uh, Randy Siegel with the uh, Fat Tuesday edition of the Space Report. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where Bonnie is standing by with the Fat Tuesday edition of uh, What's to Eat Over There. Oh, yeah. In, in that music right now, Evan is reminding me of the cantina in Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> oh, but we are at Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. Chef Mark has been serving up a pale ale bratwurst. And this comes on a toasted sub-roll stuffed with the bratwurst, spicy mustard, sautéed onions on this one, too. Another hot sandwich, very tasty, is a hot pastrami melt today. On toasted multigrain bread, it's topped with the hot pastrami, plenty of it, and spicy cilantro mayo, cherry peppers, sautéed onions, and pepper jack cheese and tomatoes poured onto this sandwich. Mm-mm-mm. By the <laughs> way, I'm going there for lunch today. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. 
772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. It is 842 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning once again. Well, more than 70 Ukrainian soldiers were killed after Russian artillery hit a military base in a city between Kharkiv and Kiev. The head of the region wrote on Telegram. There were photographs of the charred shell of a four-story building and rescuers searching rubble. Russian soldiers and some local residents also were killed during the fighting on Sunday. Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S told senators her country needs more military weapons as it fights the Russian invasion. Senators emerged from a Monday evening meeting with Ambassador Oksana Marakova at the Capitol as Congress is preparing supplemental funding to help Ukraine during the crisis. The White House is seeking at least $6.4 billion in military and humanitarian aid. Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay bill is making its way to the state Senate. Senator Dennis Baxley presented the House version of the Parental Rights and Education Act to the Senate Appropriations Committee. What I'm for and what this bill is for and why I'm carrying this bill is parents need to be in charge. Students are not wards of the state. The committee approved the bill after rejecting an amendment which would have changed the wording from sexual orientation or gender identity to human sexuality or sexual activity. The defense team was dealt a defeat Monday in the case of Semi Williams Jr., the homeless drifter accused of stabbing a Palm Beach Gardens teenager to death. WPTV's Contact 5 investigator Michael Bushner with details. The first-degree murder case where prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. But for the time being, the case against Semi Williams Jr. is no longer in front of a criminal court judge. A judge today sent the case to a mental health court to determine Williams' competency. I think I am going to transfer this so I don't make it any different from any other first-degree murder case that's sent to the mental health court. Now, Williams' public defender wanted to keep all of the proceedings before the same court, which will preside over the capital murder trial. Williams is accused of stabbing to death Ryan Rogers as the teen was on a bike ride last November 15th. His attorneys say Williams is unable to help in his defense because of his mental illness. Now, two mental health experts will now evaluate Williams to determine if the homeless drifter is competent to stand trial for first-degree murder. Williams is being housed in the mental health unit of the Palm Beach County Jail. When President Joe Biden delivers his first State of the Union address tonight, he'll set out to reassure anxious Americans the State of the Union is strong. He'll give the much-anticipated speech amid multiple crises and to a critical public, which hopes of resetting his presidency after a difficult first year in the White House. Polls show only a quarter of Americans believe the country is on the right track. Biden's own approval rating is underwater, with more disapproving of his job as president than approving. With the start of the 2022 minor league season just over a month away, the St. Lucie Mets 
are pleased to announce ticketing information, game times, and key promotions for the upcoming season. Individual tickets, 10-game flex plans, and season tickets will go on sale today, starting this morning at 10. Tickets can be purchased on stlucymets.com. Box office hours will be announced at a later date. And uh, some of the unique events uh, coming up, including April, 6, April 16th that day, will be Marvel Superhero Day this year. Set for June 4th is Star Wars Night. The June 30th through July 3rd is Military Appreciation Week. Uh, July 16th, get ready for Marvel Defenders of the Diamond Night. Sounds really cool. And it's going to be a Boobash Halloween night set for August 27th. So continue to visit stlucymets.com throughout the season for updates on promotions and other happenings at the ballpark. Well, lastly, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is reporting that COVID-19 hospitalizations have dropped below 3,000 in Florida. And that's good news. Of just over 2,900 inpatients had COVID-19 on Monday down from 4,100 a week earlier. So Derek Jeter is announcing his departure from the Miami Marlins. The Hall of Fame shortstop said he'll no longer serve as CEO or as a shareholder. And two of Florida's NFL teams are playing on foreign soil next season. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host a game in Munich, Germany sometime in 2022. It would have been their ninth regular season game at home. The NFL says the Bucks and four other teams will play outside the U.S. this year. One of those is the Jacksonville Jaguars, which have been playing in London every year since 2013. Times, dates, and matchups will be announced when the NFL releases its full schedule. I'm Gordon Byrne. And Russia have been kicked out of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar by FIFA after the world governing body and the European Association, UEFA, issued a joint statement to confirm that all Russian national teams and clubs have been suspended until further notice following the invasion of Ukraine. Our news time, 848 right now, and we'll have weather and traffic together for you next. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier, will help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget the Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. Eight forty nine right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together one final time this morning. Bonnie's got to peek out the door. Bonnie? And Evan, we've been seeing that one accident to the north of us. This is up in Fort Pierce this morning, and it's on the turnpike southbound at mile marker 156 in Fort Pierce. That's right around Orange Avenue southbound and no roadblock from that accident. Uh, back here in Martin County, as we're looking at the turnpike, our I-95 looking good and clear right here at the moment. Always call us when you see traffic at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 
It's 66 right now, partly cloudy in Stewart and in Cuenfuegos, Cuba this morning. It's 74. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for afternoon temperatures today reaching the mid to upper 70s. Slightly cooler weather this afternoon thanks to a passing cool front. A few isolated showers possible throughout the day, otherwise mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday forecast. Tonight, temperatures down to the 50s and low 60s under partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow morning, waking up to a little bit of rainfall towards the coast. That rain moving west throughout the afternoon with highs reaching the 80s. We're stuck in the 80s through the weekend forecast. In fact, mid-80s returning by Monday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. retirement, it's all about income, not spending down your principal. And anyone who tells you otherwise simply does not understand proper retirement planning. Hi, I'm Michael Burley of P-Capital Management, inviting you to tune in to the Retirement Income Program. Powerful truths that you must know and understand so you may live the retirement you deserve. The key to retirement success is income. Tune in to the Retirement Income Program right here every Monday morning at 11. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Ellie's Downtown Deli is looking for fresh new faces with great outgoing personality and willing to work as a big team. Ellie's Original Downtown Deli and Ellie's Dockside Deli are looking for you. Ellie's is a fast-paced, busy operation that is looking for counter help, to-go packaging, waitresses and waiters, kitchen prep and cooks. Reach out now and set up your appointment at 772-781-6605 or email chefmarkmuller at gmail.com. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTUmorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Thank you. Thank 
you very much. Playing the sounds of Mardi Gras this morning. Kind of give you that Mardi Gras feel. Those of you that uh, can't go to Nolens, as they say, Bonnie. So we figure we'll bring it to them. Yeah, we'll bring you it, but um, we're not going to cook any jambalaya and no. bring any over, unfortunately. No, we're not taking our tops off to get free beads either around here. I guess we, we don't do that. We really wouldn't be too smart to do that no. sort of thing. Especially when we're on camera. Yeah, <laughs> and I I don't know what the drink. I wonder what the official drink of of Mardi Gras is. You know, I've been saying rum this morning, but I'm not even sure uh, that's it. Let me. Can look you up. Google that? Ask, yeah. ask Google. Let's see official or Siri or something. Official drink of wouldn't it would it be a margarita with the word Mardi Gras or am mm-hmm. I way off? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, while you're looking that up, um. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you go first. It looks like it's the um, Sazerac, and, you know, I, I oh. apologize if I mispronounced it. The official cocktail of the city of New Orleans is mm-hmm. uh, the Sazerac. Oh, okay. Uh, but, All right. But Never what heard the, of that. What the heck is it? What is Sa- the Sazerac? I guess. Got to look that up. Pretty sizable. <laughs> Maybe. It's got a whole lot of liquor in it. Yeah, or... Maybe it doesn't have to be sizable, just uh, maybe enough shots to go around. Okay, that'll uh, work. A local variation of a cognac or oh. a, or a whiskey cocktail okay. originally from New Orleans. Right. So it's, I guess it's kind of like a cognac that they like there. All right, very good. Uh, Bonnie, I went on a, a little uh, rant yesterday at, at the house by myself, which I very seldom do. And uh, I was upset because, you know, people haven't been paying me compliments lately i oh, feel no. that i deserve compliments every now and yeah. then for my work yeah so i asked alexa to pay me a compliment okay and this is what happened wow you look like you've lost five pounds only 30 more to go your new hat looks nice i think your grandmother would love it your house is lovely it's very comfortable and lived in glad you didn't go out of your way to impress anyone you have such a cute car didn't your friend's father have the same model when he was 16? And you should smile more. You look so much better with the smile. <laughs> That's what she said. Huh? That's exactly what she said. I recorded that all. I said, Alexa, play me, pay me a compliment. And I got that whole mumble jumble. It's, she reminded me sort of Joan Rivers. You know uh-huh. how Joan Rivers had that sort of unique talent, how she could... Like, pay you a compliment and cut you yeah. down in the same sentence and yes. in the same size. Oh, and she was so good at it, too. As she was complimenting you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she had the... It's an art, I think. Oh. <laughs> and and now uh, Alexa definitely has that sort of thing, too. Alexa one-up Joan Rivers. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, my So did Lord. you feel better after speaking did. with her about it? I did. It brought my self-esteem back up. That's good. <laughs> I felt as, better. As it should. I needed to I I just I needed to feel good. I was having a moment yesterday at the house. Once in a while you need that confidence boost. Now, yeah. did you have a day at the house where things weren't going right? Technical difficulties? Yeah. Uh, appliances breaking down? Well, not it, so much as appliances. I just, you know, I I had that issue Remember I told you about I thought I had rats in my ceiling? Yeah. Did you ever find out what that was? No, because my pest control company came over. They couldn't find nothing. (gasps) Then I called another guy called the Rat Man. No saw him on the Saw him driving down the road. Yeah. So he came to my house yesterday, went up in my attic. He couldn't find nothing. No rat droppings, no nothing. Zero. Zip. 
zilch. So there's there's something running around up there, and they can't figure out what the heck it is. Man, did you have any dreams about it? No. Or any anything coming in your dreams no. or, or your sleep? No. Kind of crossing over your back with it? No. It's just no. Please, no, 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 no. But just just just. It's very disheartening when you're sitting in the living room yeah. and all of a sudden you hear pitter-patter on your ceiling and you've had two different companies come out and they can't find nothing. And they really can't figure out like what it is. No. Yeah. Terrible. I, I, I don't know what it could but be. But they were even. honest. They were honest. They could have charged me four or $500 to set up a bunch of traps to cat to try to catch a rat. Why can't they figure out what, it, what that would be? They don't uh, know. Don't they have a way to test no. or... Get samplings or... I don't know, maybe then somebody needs to call Rat Busters. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Wow. Listen, that's, the show's gone to the rats. Whatever okay? it is, I hope Kaya can take care yeah. of it for you. Well, I'll let Kaya loose up in the in the, in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, folks, hey, listen, make it a great day and uh, happy Nolens Day. Happy uh, uh, Fat Tuesday Day. Don't drink too much, all right? Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Yeah, don't drink like a pig because it is pig day, too, nationally. Yeah, that's right. And we are labeled three of our our stupid news stories as three oh, pigs. They were all they were all pigs. Very piggish yeah, this very morning. Piggish. Yeah. Hey Bonnie, I'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow. Yeah. All we'll right, dance folks. the dance tomorrow. Make it a great day. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.